Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age is a podcast intended for mature audiences. It contains scenes of horror, sexuality, and violence that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Dork Tales presents Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age. Book One, The Devil and the Doves. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chapter 4 of Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, The Devil and the Doves. I am your storyteller, Kelly. I use he and him pronouns, and I'm very excited to be here tonight because we have been off for about three weeks now. Is that all right? Yeah, something like that. Something like that? Sounds it's, right. It's been a while. So how is everyone doing tonight? Y'all happy to be back? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really glad to be back. <laughs> nice. Okay. So. And my back is not nearly as broken, so it's great. Yeah, nice. so um, if you are just finding out now because you don't follow us on social media, um, we had a, uh, a couple of issues. We had a, uh, a back injury that prevented uh, one of us from, from sitting uh, for any length of time uh, for about a week. And then uh, we had an unfortunate uh, death in the family that kept us from this. So uh, everybody is in tip-top shape tonight, though, and very ready to, to get back into this awful, horrific scene that we find ourselves in. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so... If you are joining us for the first time, I strongly suggest a couple of things. The first is that you go back and you watch the other episodes. You can find them on youtube.com slash dorktales, or I think you can still find them on twitch.tv slash dorktales as a VOD. I would suggest the YouTube because they're edited, they're cut down a little and a little tightened, um, just just mildly, and they will be going up on podcast very shortly. So if, uh, uh, if you'd like, you can wait uh, about a week and you can listen to them all uh, wherever podcasts are sold on the Dorktales podcast, which uh, I don't want to say that you should give five-star reviews and up talk to all your friends on you know like apple podcasts and things like that so that ads get supported but you should you should it'd be great um and then uh the other thing is that um oh one plus one xp to the group we got xp yep. we're, we're already getting xp okay <laughs> So, uh, the other thing is that the world of darkness uh, that uh, Mage the Victorian era is set in is a very, I mean, it's a dark setting. With that in mind, I would like to just say that this game does contain mature themes, um, discussions of violence, gore, murder, uh, serial murder, uh, and tonight, child endangerment is on the table. If these are things that you have difficulty with, I strongly suggest maybe you skip this one or you just go in knowing that that, that is present. Uh, I'm hoping it'll work out for the best, but it, this type of thing, you can never be sure. Um, also, because of the nature of improvised play and role-playing games in general, I would just like to say that we are all comfortable with the lines that we have drawn for each other here. You may not be comfortable with what we're putting forward. If that is the case, it is 100% fine. Take a minute, go do something else, make, make yourself happy, and you don't have to stick around and, and watch that, but you can always check in later uh, or watch one of our games that is a little less this, <laughs> because this was a dark one. Um, uh, we asked that, for it. Yeah, you did. Uh, that being said, it's never. I'm, I'm always going to aim on the side of uh, story over gratuitousness. Uh, a gratuity? Gratuity. Uh, and I think if you can handle most serial killer movies, you can handle this um, on, on general. Uh, but anyway, that's my content warning for the night. And uh, I'm really excited to be back here with episode four. And uh, we'll do a little recap so that you are all kind of aware of what was going on and some of the situations in the previous scene. But before we do that, Let's go ahead and say hi to the cast. Hello, Christine. 
Hello, uh, I'm Christine. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm playing, uh, oh, Evelyn Taylor. <laughs> that took me a moment. I couldn't remember her last name. I was like, shit, what is it? Um, she is our uh, precursor to Society of Ether. And, the Electrodyne uh, Engineers. Yes, Electrodyne Engineer. She, she's, she's, she's jumping ship. So she's not really one of those anymore. But we don't have a name for the new thing any yet. <laughs> I don't. We it. haven't gotten there in history yet. Um, well, yeah. Yes, Random Equinox, you are correct. It should be Dr. Evelyn Taylor. <laughs> Good job, Equinox. All right, uh, let's go straight down the line. Amy. Hello, I am Amy, and I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. And tonight I am playing Chastity Goodwin, our um, Celestial Chorus slash Cult of Ecstasy member. Slash slash fiction writer. Yeah, maybe. Bible slash fiction. Yeah, maybe not that, but she might have written a few things about Teddy just as like a side piece, just like. Teddy's your side piece? <laughs> uh, he wishes. A little bit. Anyway, yeah. It's good to have you back. Uh, all right, let's go down to Jen. Uh, hi, I'm Jen, and I'm playing uh, Josephine Carrington, the hermetic who does not believe in paradox. Or the straits, forgive me. I don't believe in the straits either. Yeah, yeah me neither. Oof. Uh, actually, one <laughs> sec, let me just open... Sorry, I just realized I didn't have any of the mage books open, which is always handy. All right. That's a good and, point. Right? It's always good to be able to, to reference something. And uh, using the PDF is way easier than using the book that is bigger than most religious tomes. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, most religious tomes, there's no good segue there. All right. Gonna go I'll say, to... speaking of having using all the books. <laughs> speaking of using all the books. Hey, Robin. Hi everyone, uh, I am Robin, I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and uh, tonight I am playing Darcy Harkness, uh, the member of the of the Verbena. And yes, I have 10 tabs open between PDF and Google Drive uh, for things to look at for Mage, and then also like several printed off PDFs on my desk, because I'll just I'm a I'll just have the book hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> you're a librarian, though. You can handle what happens if you break its spine. I can't. I would just, I would just cry. Uh, also, yeah, well. <laughs> I just realized that you printed off, Christine, all of the the casting pages that I would ever need, and they are somewhere around here. Yeah, I have them nice and stapled in a nice little thing. It's oh, great. Awesome. Yeah, they're right next to me. Really pretty and just like actually, one second, know, lots might be. of printing. And the spheres and my character sheet, like, it's great. I'm so ah. happy. <laughs> they were on the windowsill with all of the other things that I need. All right. I won't need this for the most part, but correspondence ranges are always something good to check. Oh, they're with the guide to Yithrin. Yes. All right. All right, so folks, we are going to do a quick recap. So... Your characters all assembled through various twists of fate, some of you starting in the Americas, others starting in London. Through happenstance, you were all brought together in the back of a speeding carriage, fleeing away from a general assembly of the technocratic, well, the soon-to-be technocratic Union of London. After a startling chase, you reconvened at the house of one 
Mr. Dashwood, uh, Teddy Dashwood's uh, deceased uncle, where you checked in, discovered that you were all members of the nine mystic traditions. Well, the mystic traditions, I guess, is probably what they should be called these days. And as well as one defector. With that, um, you decided to spend the night kind of uh, getting to, to terms with each other and kind of just hiding out uh, and discovered that the house that you were staying in was haunted. After soundly trouncing a ghost and, uh, and pillaging a local corrupted node, I mean a local node, um, you went out and uh, discovered that uh, there were a number of other things in the house that were quite interesting and then were approached by a, uh, by a man known as Dinesh Mani. Uh, Dinesh is a member of the Chakravanti, a uh, group of, how to put this, uh, thuggy death cultists is, is a way that many people will refer to them, uh, depending on your personal opinions of the Euthanatoi or Chakravanti as they are known in certain places. Uh, they are either uh, good Samaritans who lighten the wheel of karma by purging it of undesirable elements, or they are mass murderers. There's really not much nuance to opinions on them. Uh, he seemed like a fine enough guy, brought you breakfast, and said that there was a murder across the city that had had your names literally written on it. After a lengthy carriage ride, because I wouldn't calculate how long it takes for a carriage to ride across the city in old London, and it's not fun. Um, you found yourself on the east side, uh, where you witnessed an absolutely horrific murder that involved a woman who had been splayed out and gutted like a pig, uh, and, uh, yeah, there's no way to say this without, uh, without saying a content warning, um, that, uh, there was a woman who had been horribly butchered and had been pregnant at the time, and the child was not at the scene of the crime. Uh, so with that, um, you did investigations, you figured out that it was a series of clues that had been left for you, almost as if this was some kind of game. The killer had left a clue leading to the Crystal Palace, a London staple that had recently, uh, about, well, about 40 years ago, recent in European history, uh, been moved across the city, now to the south. And uh, one that um, is usually... Uh, any of you who have ever seen it and um, who have ever been there in character um, know that it is a very, a very surreal place, like a giant terrarium um, with all manner of, of just a menagerie and strange and exotic plants inside. And as you were wrapping up the scene, uh, Dinesh allowed uh, someone else to enter the fray, and that was the arrival of a special investigator, a lord uh, from the north, uh, named Lord Macduff, who is um, quite knowledgeable about things here and brought to your attention that he believes this might be the work of one of the Nafandi, fallen mages who have been corrupted beyond any type of redemption. And I believe that is where we left off was with the reveal of the word Nafandi, or Nafandi. Uh, you can always make it fancier. And... Uh, Thank you, MK. Good. MK's filling out all the details here. The New Age Garden of Eve engaged in clouds. These are good lines. Uh, so, uh, do anyone have any questions about that before we begin? This has been a few weeks. Yeah, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. 
And for those of you watching on Twitch right now, I just want to congratulate our friend Trizelta, who just uh, accepted a, a job as moderator of our channel. So Trizelta's already banned somebody. It's been great. He's not trigger happy. He was. It was a bot. But <laughs> so thank you so much for for doing the the hard work, Officer Trizelta. Okay. And let me just adjust that because my hair keeps clipping. There we go. Problem with that. Okay. Uh, uh, so we're going to hop right into game, folks. But before that, I have one little piece of catch-up fiction uh, to open the story with. It's a short one, so. <clears throat> the chair was not comfortable, nor was it particularly uncomfortable. It was a high-backed chair carved with ornate laurels expanding in a corona from a solitary crown embossed at its center that pressed ever so slightly against the sitter's shoulder blades, as if a stern mother reminding them of their posture. The cushion was crushed velvet, brilliant red, but thin and slightly faded by the arrivals and departures of so many posteriors over its long and well-appointed existence. Of course, it was not the chair itself that was making James Morgan uncomfortable. It was that he'd been sitting in it for nearly a dozen hours many of them in abject solitude, where he could at least enjoy the brief luxury and respite of a stretched leg or rolled ankle. However, one hour ago a pair of gentlemen had entered the room, and their presence denied him the impropriety of such a luxury. They were terrible conversationalists, to be sure, and refused to say even a single word, acknowledging each other with a silent language of their own, that seemed to be comprised of nothing more than subtle twitches of their pale, fish-like lips, their watery eyes, their twitching fingers. Their flesh was paler still, as if powdered, and neither had a single follicle of hair between them, including their eyebrows. One was tall and thin, the other short, stocky, and portly. A pot belly strained against his waistcoat. They looked like brothers who had decided to go into the mortuary business. Bred and birthed by a fishwife with a particular interest in the production of homely men. As the silence stretched on, James could bear it no longer. He cleared his throat and was about to speak when the undeniable sound of a lock clicked behind him and the door to the room opened, shedding light into the dimness. He did not look backward, but soon saw that joining them was a third equally ugly brother, this one broad, strong, a middleman, with the same deterministic traits. What a family indeed. However, as the door shut, James realized that behind them was a person of a much different persuasion. At first, he thought the newcomer to be a man, due to the short hair, clippered at the sides almost to the scalp. But as they entered, and movement caught the curves of hips and bust, James recognized that it was a woman dressed in a full pantsuit. Like a man. Stranger still, the locks that dangled down across her eyes were dyed a bright electric blue. Both figures, 
took a seat opposite to him, next to the fishmen. Hello. Um, I'm afraid there's been some kind of a mistake, James began in an attempt at controlling the situation. The woman raised a white-gloved hand to halt his speech and smirked. Her voice was low and tinged with a strange accent, flat and harsh like in the Americas, but with long-drawn vowels like he had never heard. No, Mr. Morgan, there hasn't. Your wife has stolen something really, really valuable, and I want it back. She leaned forward and smiled broadly. You have no idea how far I came to deliver that box. Meanwhile, back in London, in the deep east side, you all find yourselves inside of that attic. The room is all dust and iron. You can smell every nail, every drop of blood here. It's corrosive to the soul to be in this room any longer, but what else can you do? As you look around, the woman is still there, splayed like a Christmas turkey. And it's hard not to look. I'd like to know what everyone's doing right now. The curtain has been drawn aside, and um, uh, Lord Macduff is standing there. He's wearing a, a, a large, broad coat uh, with fur lining around the collar. Um, a, uh, a short but, um, but quite uh, well-made beaver fur hat and uh, is carrying a, a cane in one hand, a walking stick, as practically every gentleman would do in this day and age. He, um, he's wearing a pair of black leather gloves as well, and um, his shoes are not shined. They're well-made and speckled with mud and scrapes as is the hem of his pants. This is the type of man who, despite the title Lord, does not seem to mind getting his hands or feet dirty. The gloves on his hands feel, well, look well-worn. As you're standing there looking around the room, um, what's everyone doing? So, Chastity's actually hovering near the door trying to encourage everyone to leave that kind of like i've seen everything kind of thing you think you've seen everything i think she's so. seen everything she wants to see at least um i think so i think she's looking at um mcduff lord mcduff hmm. and was dinesh up here as well Dinesh is up there. Dinesh walked him in. So basically, it's mm -hmm. a large... To give you a layout of the room, it is an attic apartment inside of one of these row houses. Um, the roof is at a sharp angle. You're getting both sections of the peaked roof coming down in this room so that only the center is, is enough for... Um, well, Lord Macduff is about six foot. 
so his head is his hat is definitely risking one of uh, one of the uh, the sconces on the side of the room, or the oil sconces that's been attached to the wall, uh, and is almost being uh, he's almost risking dehatting if he walks any further into the room at his angle. Um, Dinesh is a bit shorter; he's about about five ten and can manage pretty well. Uh, and both of you, uh, all of you, can make it pretty far on either side of the room, but it does slant down to. The low part of the room is about two feet tall. Maybe two and a half. Like, it slumps down almost uh, incredibly so. It's large enough here for... uh, It looks like this has been subdivided into two barren little apartments uh, by a a laundry curtain that is hung across the center of the room. And on the far side of it is where this young woman had been butchered. Uh, on that side of the room, uh, there are doves, I believe, on the left side of the room that have been nailed to the wall. Um, after having your name written with blood. Uh, and then there is a single solitary window. Uh, fairly large, uh, non-opening, uh, and covered in bird shit uh, on the far center of the room. Uh, it is, uh, I'd say it's about the size of, this is a anachronistic reference but it's about uh it's about the size of a hula hoop hmm. so it's about i guess about three foot three foot diameter okay. um besides that um most of the things on the on the right hand wall is just general junk a lot of old broken furniture it seems like the people who own this house and rent it out are using that as partially a storage space it does not appear that that has anything of importance. You think it's just set dressing there thrown by the storyteller to explain why the room isn't divided into four places. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so Chastity's standing near the X and she's just watching Lord Macduff and Dinesh and kind of primarily Lord Macduff because she hasn't met him really yet. And uh, did you explain, um, you know, it's been two weeks. Can you remind me, did you exchange pleasantries before? Like names and things with each other? Or with him, at least? Maybe, barely. Um, I it was think we basically got the... Dun, dun. Yeah, okay. I think we just got the entrance yeah. and basically episode end cliffhanger. I think he got thing. introduced and then that basically was it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like introduce, like say, call them what they are in Afondi, I believe was the line. And call them what they we are. his name, but that was mm. about it. Like yeah. the game is afoot, I think was the last line. Yeah. All right. So that is the word that, those are the words that are going to echo in the air here. It appears the game is afoot. I'm guessing that you're the doves on the wall. He says in a, in a thick Scottish brogue. Which of you is it- which? It looked that way. I'm Josephine, um, but if there's a game, I think our time is short. I'm Chastity. Chastity. Uh, Evelyn Taylor. Evelyn Taylor. And I suppose that would make you Darcy Harkness. I, yes, I am Darcy from the Isles. And from the Americas, it seems. Interesting. We've come a long way to be involved in a murder. 
whatever this game is, the bastard who's doing this has particular tastes. He'll walk around the room once, surveying the scene, checking some of the blood with a gloved hand. I see. Well, this is quite something. Can I get a perception and alertness roll off of everyone? Because I'm assuming that you're probably watching this large, uh, quite, I want to say bear of a man, but he's not quite that large. Definitely wolfish and, um, and imposing. In my mind, he's played by Gerard Butler. <laughs> so you said alertness? Uh, perception and alertness, please. And it's Holy gonna be shit. Difficulty of six, we'll say. I rolled three nines and a ten. Holy crap. Ooh, nice. Wow. <laughs> Two. Two. For me. Just one for me, but I think Josephine's being impatient and maybe not paying as much attention, so that tracks. Okay. Uh, four for me as well. Four? Four? Yeah. Okay. Because tens only count when you have, you have a, a specialty. specialty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anybody who got more than three successes, so three successes or higher, um, as he looks down and starts looking through the blood. I don't like this at all. He lowers himself slightly, and as he does, his quite large frame is blocking the back window. And as he squats down, those of you with, more, with three successes or more are going to see that a shape suddenly darts by the window outside along the rooftop. Out the window there on the rooftop. Yeah, did you see? You saw that too. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, did anybody else there. see that? I, she'll dart over, carefully not stepping in anything to look. All right, with that roll, you are going to be able to hear the sound of feet rushing across the shingles outside. Someone's running across the rooftop and away from here, and fast. How can we get on the roof? Uh, Dinesh will... It doesn't look like the window opens. All windows open just once. Well, go if you're going. Is anybody going to chase after this person? Yeah, absolutely. I just yeah, wasn't sure uh, if, if he well, was going to go was already running window. in the other direction to the window. Yes, so rushing up to the window. So. Um, how, are you going to open the window? Uh, no, she was just going to look, trying to see anything. Uh, you she is going... not a chasing somebody across rooftops sort of person, thank okay. you very much. Uh, as you're looking, you're going to see a figure dressed in... Um, in in, in long pants, uh, probably about five foot five, uh, running away from here. Uh, you can see a cap, and that's about it from this angle, rushing across the rooftop very quickly. Uh, anyone else? Who, who is anybody else doing anything? Darcy's going, trying to go through the window. Darcy's Darcy's a running so, off top of roof. Okay, so why don't girl. I get an initiative roll between you and Josephine if you two are actually leaving? Um, I was actually heading downstairs. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. to, to yeah. go outside, because there's too many people at the window, I can't get through it. Oh. <laughs> I am a large person, like, tall person, mm. so. Evelyn will call after you, cap and long pants. <laughs> if um, there's a specific color that she knows, she'll, not that they have much color, but. Can someone please remind me what initiative is You roll one ten-sided dice and add your dexterity 
and your wits score to it. And my wits, okay, Dex. And when when the NPC rolls a one, you have uh, a decent amount of advantage on this. Okay, and I'm reminded that Chastity has a mind shield for the day, and that Josephine has Prime Sight active for the day. Yes, I also have Prime Sight as well. Yes, one of you has it for this for the chapter, if you so choose. I can't remember who that was. I think it might have been Darcy. Um, I, I think I might have. Yeah, I think I might have had it up for the chapter. I'm pretty. Sure. I'll think if I check my notes back here. Chapter being like a longer section of story. Yeah, I think I have, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, there we go. Initiative, I have that one. All right, can I get initiative scores off of people? We both got 12. You both got, okay. Uh, then <laughs> it defaults to who has the higher base score. I have a plus five. I have a plus seven. Okay. All right, let's do this nice and easy. Josephine, Darcy. All right. Uh, all right, Josephine, uh, with rapid steps, you are going to start clopping down down the stairs beneath you. Um, you are going to uh, to hit the, the pole ladder that descends down into the top floor of this house uh, with with a great deal of alacrity. I'm going to say that you're enough used to boats and like boat-like things and like library ladders that you're not going to have to roll to get down this thing quickly in boots. Um, as you rush forward, there is a, a fairly sheer drop uh, over the banister to get down to the main floor. You can either take the stairs or you can jump. I'm going to jump. Okay, sounds good. Now I will need a dex and athletics for that because Victorian <laughs> stairwells are nightmarish. Um, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to do difficulty six on this and depending on how you roll is how cool you do it. Cool. Um, as I'm heading down, uh, I know that um, there was the kid who was watching over the place for Dinesh mm -hmm. who left. Yes. Uh, I'm keeping an eye out for her. Okay. Um, just as a, like, did she hang around or did she maybe decide to go spy on us at the window mm -hmm. or anything like that? But. I don't know for sure, but Sounds that's good. just yep. on her mind. Absolutely. Uh, three successes. Three successes. All right, so um, you are easily able to... Do you want me to narrate, or do you want to narrate it? No, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say that the banister here is quite low, and enough that you're going to hit the ground from that, immediately catch the momentum of you springing down into a squat to toss yourself over, twist in the air, and grab the... Um, uh, grab the the floor of the second floor, using it to swing down into the main floor and take off running, and you're going to shoot out of the front of the house at this point. That's going to be your action. As you shoot out of the awesome. front of the house, you will see uh, nearby that caller who was like, whores, all of you whores, uh, is kind of over there in the corner, and Cat, uh, the, um, the, the girl who was hired by Dinesh to watch the place, is sitting on the uh, on the street corner in her boyish outfit smoking a um, uh, a hand-rolled cigarette and just kind of glaring at the guy with a cudgel in, on her lap. Uh, you can see there's a bit of blood streaming down the side of his face. Nice. Okay. Oh, I told you not to come back here. That was the worst accent I'll ever do. So, <laughs> oh, I told you not to come back here, old man. Yeah, that was even worse. Never mind. We're doing Scottish only tonight, folks. Scottish only. 
All right, uh, Darcy, uh, you are going right through the window. Yeah, I was wondering if I could uh, use my forces to like infuse like my shoulder as she like mm-hmm. throws herself through the window so she can like actually guarantee that she's gonna break through the glass. That sounds great. Here's the part about mage that is uh, always fun for new players. How are you gonna do it? Um, so I think she's gonna, as she's running, she's gonna quickly um, take a bit of, uh, oh, oh. she's gonna quickly grab into her bag and grab a, um, like a, a bone of, a, like a small little chunk of cow bone to be strength. And she's just gonna like start muttering under her breath and holding that kind of talisman. And she's just gonna like sure. fucking chuck herself Okay, so make me an, make me an Arate roll. Uh, this is going to be at a difficulty of uh, difficulty of five, I'll say. Okay. Oh, I rolled two fours and an eight, so one success. One success. Hey, that's all you need for for a little boost. Uh, so okay. what I want you to do is make me a strength and athletics roll. Okay, I'm glad I took you some of my XP uh, to give myself athletics because I had none. So I I thought I have dice. What's my difficulty? Difficulty on this is gonna be six. All right, that's gonna be. Oh, damn, I, these dice like me. I rolled two tens, but I don't do anything from that. So that's gonna be two successes. Two successes. All right, so that'll turn into I'm gonna say five successes, uh, with the uh, with the little forces push. Okay. Um, so you were going to hit the window, uh, and Darcy, you're going to clutch that, and you're going to leap, and the window is going to just shatter around you. Um, now, the roof is not very far beyond here and quite slanted, so as soon as you go down on the other side, I need an immediate dex and athletics roll at a difficulty of eight. It is London, it is rainy, and you jumped onto a slanted roof in boots. <laughs> I did. She doesn't think very well. She she just kind of... Also, you used forces to propel yourself through, but I'm going to be nice on Holy that Holy shit. I did use forces. Um... Did Three you nines and an eight. That's okay. four successes. <laughs> okay. Uh, good for you. So you're going to hit uh, your boots, because uh, I'm assuming she's wearing boots, right? Like kind of lace-ups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, your boots are boots. going to hit the roof, and you are going to skid. One of the shingles is actually going to break away beneath your foot and cause your knee to slam down hard. Uh, but rather than causing you to topple over the edge of the roof, it almost puts you in more of a runner's position. And you are going to be able to to start off uh, after this person who you are going to see ahead of you reach the end of this rooftop uh, and is going to hurl themselves across the 10 foot gap to the next roof. Uh, For a moment, it looks like they won't make it and then they are going to hit uh, hard on their hip using the momentum to roll over, but that looks like that is going to be a hell of a bruise as they roll to their feet and keep going. Uh, and that is going to be their turn. Uh, now, while that is happening, happening, I'm going to cut back to everybody else. Uh, you two, what are you doing back inside of the room as um, as Macduff looks out the window? <laughs> That's one way to do it. Jassy's going to start getting yeah. downstairs. Yes, that, that was one way to do it. Um... Evelyn will pick up her, I think she carried her bag in with any of her instruments and whatnot, and I guess best best get following. <laughs> A different breed of women these days. I heard that. Ah, uh, you should have. I spoke it. Jessie calls. <laughs> Jessie's like halfway down the stairs. 
he will shoot a look back to you, Doctor, and will say, funny thing about the young ones, they always assume that any comment like that is a negative one. <laughs> I think it's quite amusing. Doctor. You're not wrong. <laughs> a doctor of what, might I ask? Science. And he is going to eye your bag with sudden suspicion that you have yet to experience in this group. The immediate tone of your conversation ices over. She was expecting that, so she will say that and do a very quick little heel turn and follow after Chastity because she does not want to be alone. Sounds good. At this uh, point. All right. Uh, Josephine, uh, you hit the ground running. See Kat sitting in front of you. Oh, what's this then? She says at you. Come make some cash. Run with me. <laughs> I'm already making cash and... Okay. And uh, what are you going to do? So overhead, you're going to hear the clatter. And as you look up, you're going to see the silhouette just between a couple of these houses as legs are going to cartwheel through... The, pardon me, pinwheel through the air and hit the next roof hard. That's our target. Help me catch him. And then I'm taking off in that direction. Okay, Cat is going to follow you. And um, as you start running down the street, just going full bore, she's going to go, Oi, oi, not that way. Down the alley, down the alley. I'll follow her directions. <laughs> she, She's not, I don't think she's as fast as you, but she can shout streetwise directions. <laughs> she's, your, she's your navigator. I was like, I'm going to get lost in these streets. I need someone. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So uh, I need you to do me a favor. Uh, you are yep. going to make a stamina and athletics roll because we are in chase scene right now. All right. Chasing, chasing. Whew. Uh, Difficulty six. That. Thank you. Uh, that is four successes. Oh, okay. Uh, four successes. Great. Uh, Darcy, you hit the roof upstairs. Uh, or pardon me, you hit the, of course, you hit the roof outside of the window and, and see this directly in front of you. Uh, Josephine, down below, you are going to skip to the next house and start arcing down this breakneck winding alley between the houses. And when I say between the, uh, I say breakneck winding, I mean that a man of my size in real life would not be able to go through this alley straight. Like and the, the the stones and bricks that are holding these houses together are at such wayward angles that uh, were I to go down, my I would come out without sleeves. They would it's like grasping hands of brick down this alley. Uh, but you're going to be able to migrate through it because Josephine is uh, she's not small, but she's not that big. Like for this, she's not like she's not broad. Yeah, she's she's tall, but not mm -hmm. as broad. So. I was I picture her with fairly broad shoulders. I think she's got good punch in shoulders. Yes, sir. That's how I picture her, but not like, she's not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So that's what you're going to be winding between. So you are two houses ahead because you didn't have to worry about roofing. Uh, roof, roof. Uh, and Darcy, what do you do? You see this ahead of you. Uh, the figure hits the next house and is just running. They are very quick. Um, yeah, I was wondering if I could... I was wondering if I could do a rote of mine. Sure. Uh, the Curse of Matcha. Um, okay, good. Which, I, I like lattes. Yeah, right? Uh, basically allows 
uh, the victim, male or female, to feel labor pains, and if uh, if they if I get successes, it equals each success is two levels of bashing damage, and they are incapacitated by um, pain, so they will stop and clutch and try and moan in agony. That sounds fantastic. So what I need you to do is what you're going to do is this is going to be um, this is going to be uncanny. So yep. you are going to be at a difficulty of, it is a rote, it is life three. Yep, uh, life two. Life two, okay. So that's going to be mm -hmm. a difficulty of five. You managed to make your roll, so you're stable on the roof. I'm not going to give you any concentration penalties for, for fast casting right now, and it's a rote. Okay. Uh, so you're going to be at difficulty five. What you are going to need is, um, it's in line of sight. You need you need duration, basically. So how many successes okay. are you going for? Um... Let me find the... Well, because each... I would like to go for... Ooh, um, I just... Let me find the page on duration again. Um, turn one scene. Um, I would like to go for... Four successes. I would like to put two into duration and two into pain. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, I would suggest spending a willpower. Yeah, I was gonna... I was gonna spend a willpower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's... One success. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Five is the difficulty. Difficulty five. So you have one success right now. That's going to be four successes. Is it actually? I rolled five, eight, nine. My You're... dice are on fire tonight, and I okay. don't know why. Uh, but so, they are and on the actual fire. mechanic for this, you took this out of the Verbena book, didn't you? Yes. Yes, I did. So, what is. So this inflicts what damage? Each success on the spell is treated as two levels of bashing damages for purpose of determining dice pool pen penalties due to the terrible pain. Targets oh. incapacitated by the spell are incapable of doing anything other than moaning and writhing in agony. Okay, I'm gonna say that they they will still get a soak roll to see if they can try to push through it. Okay. <laughs> Did you botch? You can't botch a soak roll, but yes. Mm, okay. <laughs> I rolled a two and a one. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um, Oof. All right. So, uh, as you do, how do you do this? This is the most important um, part. Yeah. So, what she's going to do is um, as she hits the roof, she's going to actually um, quickly whip out the dagger that's on her, um, on her like belts or like in her purse. And she's going to like dig it into the, um, into like the, for her forearm and causing herself pain. Um, but she will basically like, turn and look at them and stare at them and then just cut it open, speaking in ancient um, Gaelic uh, about the, the, the struggles of labor pains. And here's my pain. I'm giving it on to you. Feel feel the pain of the generations of women before me in Gaelic. Okay. Uh, so what's going to happen as you do this is uh, they're going to hit the next roof over and take off running. And as they are making it to the second roof, down the way, trying to jump that much smaller gap, uh, they are going to scream and clutch their crotch as if you had just kicked them, like, with your pointy-toed witch boots right in the balls. <laughs> and it is a loud, broken-voiced scream as this person tries to jump, grabs themselves in pain, and falls off of the side of the roof 
plunging downward with breakneck speed toward the ground below. Uh, and we will be there in just a second. Uh, you are going to hear the scream, by the way, and immediately recognize this as a pubescent male. Maybe 12, 13. Uh, and they're going to start plunging toward the ground. Uh, and as we are back to the street, uh, let us check in with... Um, you are rushing down the stairs there. Uh, Chastity followed by uh, the good doctor. And uh, how are you getting down? Are you just going to take the stairs at a normal pace? Are you going to try to do something crazy? Um, Cassie's just planning on descending with some haste, but not anything crazy. I'm assuming there's a railing, so like... Yes. Of some sort. Uh, so Evelyn's going to hold on to it and just... You know that sort of, like, really quick, but then you do the tight turn at... Yeah, the hip when, hug? Yeah. Okay. And you kind of just, like, sure. swing yourself around at the point you're holding on to. Sounds good. So She'll do that sort of thing. You'll be able to uh, to pivot around the way at the bottom. And uh, as you are making it through... Uh, now, the basic floor, you'll have to move through the kitchen to get out the door, because this place is, is a nightmare of construction. Um, chastity, since you are going first, you'll hear the sound of uh, the doctor going... Tick, 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 on the stairs down, and as you turn around just to get your bearings and rush out the door, you'll see that there is a small plate sitting on the kitchen counter of tea biscuits. Cheap, very cheap sea biscuit, or not sea biscuits, tea biscuits, different. Um, however, little, little tiny horses. Yeah, little tiny horses everywhere. <laughs> um, as you glance down, you're going to see that the tea biscuits, um, which is something that you're probably not terribly used to seeing in America. They're not nearly as popular over there, but the hoity-toity um, family might have had some of them. From time to time. This is a poor house, but as you glance down quickly, it's not so poor that they would leave out tea biscuits that were green with mold. Fuzzy. Carpeted with the stuff. And on them, a small handful of thick, bloated black flies buzz. Well, that's weird. Evelyn. Yes? Can you analyze these or examine these somehow? And she'll oh. motion over at them. That I don't strikes see why me not, as strange. Yes. Sure. Um, if you, you could take a sample for later if you have like a small bag or two, or you could do it right now. Your call. Um, I will take a sample. I'll just kind of slide sure. them off. I probably have, I'm sure I have a whole lot of vials like lining the inside of my bag or something. Sounds good. Um, you'll be able to do that easily. You have plenty and of like wax paper. And I'll put one of the flies in. Uh, that you will be able to grab one of the dead flies for sure. There is yeah, a that's dead what fly. I meant. Okay. Uh, but the rest of them are alive that are going to scatter lazily as you go and pluck out their dead companion. They don't go anywhere, though. They hover like a cloud over your hand as you move. That's odd. All right. And uh, you are going to easily be able to grab those. Uh, top of the initiative, uh, Josephine, you are going to round this breakneck corner and hear ah! above you and see that now the walkway ahead of you, the, the gardens, gardens, which are basically like... Uh, eight by two back plots surrounded by rough, uh, roughly mortared stone um, are on either side of you with basically like a bunch of like place for people to hang laundry. 
in, in a, a bit of a derelict field out back, uh, you're going to see whatever that runner is plunge off the roof, headed neck first for one of these stone barricades. Um, am I close enough to do anything physical? Uh, are you... In theory, you with a moment's notice and a really high difficulty, you could vault one of these stone walls that are about... They're about three and a half feet tall, and you could try to, like, kind of catch the midair. Uh, it would be very dangerous, and it would probably hurt like hell. Can I do that but help myself with forces? <laughs> uh, you, you may try. You may always try. Uh, how are you helping yourself with forces? What What is the mechanic you want? You want to just lower your difficulty? Um, yeah, basically. So what I want to do is her instinct is to uh, basically try and catch this person, um, but like catch slash knock them enough that they're not going to die on mm -hmm. impact kind of thing. Um, whether that's me using forces, uh, I'm having trouble visualizing. So whether that's me using, using forces on myself to get there in order to do this or um, or using forces on them um, so there, to, like, there are two ways something. that I can see this from just, yeah. just to guide you through this sure. um, either it would be a gravity shield on one of the two of you either slow okay. to, slow slow the descent or slow uh, or remove some gravity on you so you can jump higher and farther and quicker uh, or you could just use forces one to basically calculate the physics of the equation super quick which would lower the difficulty on acquiring boy which has been deployed from the roof the boy has been deployed fair I think hmm. oh she doesn't believe in straights um, she's gonna do the gravity shield on herself to try and um, you know I mean you could just you have forces three you could literally catch him with telekinesis if you want to go big, that's right. There's, there's the third option. You could just be like bibbity boppity leviosa, leviosa. Well, and that, that's why I was asking if I was close enough to do anything physically, because I think just her instinct would be to be physical about it, right? Sure. All but right, well, let's get physical. Help. Sure. So forces first. Uh, yes. So that is going to be. You don't have a rope for this. This is going to be forces two. Um, yeah. And what I would suggest, honestly, is that you go. Uh, let's see, forces two, and then, uh, so that would be, this would be, this would be uncanny, it wouldn't be, um, it wouldn't be elegant, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be completely off the deep end, uh, catastrophic, so why don't we say that it's difficulty of six, because you're doing it on, on the fly, uh, okay. you, you can spend quintessence to make this easier, or if you have a unique focus. Yeah, um, I don't... Oh, wait. That's... Sorry, I was just responding to yep, your totally question fine. about Paradox, and I, I picked the wrong thing because I forgot which was Quintessence and which was Paradox oh, on okay. the wheel. That's, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't have... Uh, a, or I don't have a focus for this specifically. So um, probably, probably language or something is easy. Yeah, I'll... I, I will, you know, mutter my, my classic Latin under my breath, uh, as above, so below sort of thing. Mm -hmm. 
And I will spend a willpower because I got one back from the chat. Thank you, chat. So what I would suggest, so there's going to be difficulty six. Yeah. I would say go for as, I mean, go for five successes. Okay. You're going to get what you're going to get. Um, yeah. But I would I would call division into you only need it for one round, so time is not a factor. I yeah. would put it into either extra bodies or um, uh, extra soak on this. So okay. in theory, if you get enough successes, you could add one and cast it on yourself and him, so that gravity kind of slows in the area or gravity lessens in the area. Right. Kind of in a dilation. Yeah, I think I'll I'll aim, I'll aim for five and. Mm -hmm. um, do that and then if i have extra successes or something yeah see what happens all right so i am spending that willpower so there's sure. one i realize the five is arbitrary but yeah and that is two more so three total three total okay so what that will do is um it'll lower the damage on this significantly uh cool. now what i need to know is are you doing it to just yourself or yourself and him um, I was aiming for myself and him if I could. Sure. Okay. So that'll lower it slightly le slightly less. Uh, but can you make me a dexterity and athletics roll at a difficulty yes. of eight? Yes, I can do that. Okay. Um, can I also spend willpower on this or no? You cannot. Same, it's the same round. This is the problem with splitting, a, splitting magic actions. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. That's fine. One. One success. One success. Okay. <laughs> so let me just figure out the velocity of a 13-year-old boy. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm falling off a roof. My nuts hurt African or European? A European. <laughs> that, that was... Oh, that could what, work on so many levels. I was really like, that is borderline... Like I was just thinking the Monty Python, okay? Mm -hmm. That's it. Yep. That is yep. it. I'm... That was, that was, you know what? What's your, what's, your, Robin, you personally take a willpower point back, not Darcy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can all use willpower. Okay. Uh, so I would like you to make me a soak roll. All right. And he will also make a soak roll. Uh, that is oh, he, just stamina, right? It is just stamina, but uh, you also can add uh, stamina plus two. Okay. Because you have the rote going right now. So you're going to soak an additional... Uh, we get three successes, so it's one, two... Uh, an additional four. Cool. Difficulty six? Difficulty six. Uh, so I rolled two successes. So plus four, six. Oh, no, roll the four oh. dice. Roll the four dice. Oh, roll the four dice. Sorry. Yeah, they'll, they'll count as stamina for, for purposes of, of, the, of the absorption. That makes sense. Ah, uh, come on, dice. It come just on. means you've got super duper soak for catching boys. There. Well, that's another three, so five total. Okay. Uh, you're going to take zero damage. Uh, I'm going to say from that one success, though, uh, you are going to uh, leap up. And I said the grasping hands of these brickwork and stonework. Uh, you are going to tear your wearing pants or skirt. I'm wearing that riding skirt, so it it actually will detach into like pants. But okay. So it is going to get a slit right down the side, which is actually going to make the, the, the athletics a bit easier. 
Oh, nice. Right? Uh, but it is going to damage the outfit, which will need to be repaired later. Uh, and you are going to get uh, your boots quite scuffed up from this, but are going to launch yourself through the air, uh, catching him. Uh, you are going to impact him the moment before the little knob at the end of the mortar joint, like where the two walls meet, yeah. would have caught the base of his skull and are going to hurl yourself into the fallow field behind the house. No, I say fallow field. It's like half the size of uh, basketball half court. But um, you are going to hit the ground and skid through the mud, having caught him. Nice. Uh, and he is going to just groan and go, oh, 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 my, my balls, my balls. Yeah, just me doesn't know what to do with that. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with that, so that's fair. All right, Darcy, you're up on the roof right now. Uh, you see this this boy plunge off. You know what? It was a valid, valid attempt to do something, and it was something cool. But I think Darcy's learning as long. Oh, she's learning. She's learning. Robin is learning, and Darcy is learning at the same time. <laughs> I was just remembering one of those videos where the guys have to, they experience labor pains through the electrodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, those guys, guys were just... crippled. If I were running and someone did that to me, yeah. I would yeah, fall no, off the roof. I, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, Darcy's gonna be like shocked, look down. Um, she's gonna try and like go to the edge and be like, oh shit. Um And you will see uh in kind of behind a comet of of pressed mud, uh Josephine has caught this person. Is there any way that she can get down off the roof? <laughs> Uh, Is there, like, wanna... a fire escape? Yeah, no. <laughs> In Victoria and London, English. you burn if you burn. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I know. Uh, you could... Uh, you could try to scale down... Uh, I will say there is a gutter. Like, there is, a like, an uh, like an iron gutter on one of the sides of the, uh, the buildings that you could try to, okay. like, s to kind of uh, hustle down if you'd like. Uh-huh. Is there anyone nearby... <laughs> Uh, I mean, there are some, there are a few people nearby, but it's so sooty and overcast here, and it's, it's like almost evening at this point. So, um, most of them are so looking where the boy fell. So you might have a little bit of a. Uh, okay, because I'm thinking potentially of either trying to scale down or just like try and jump and either catch fl cast flying or slow velocity on myself. Okay. Well, to try whatever. and fall but i think how bad like how easy does it look to scale down does it look really hard uh i mean it is an iron pipe so like i wouldn't do it in real life mm -hmm. yeah. um but is how Darst tall up is the roof you are on the third floor of a victorian house so i'm gonna say you're about 40 feet in the air from the corner of this roof okay uh, um, Amy, what's up? Oh, I just had a query about a possibility. Um, just like the buildings are very close together, right? Yes, these are. Are there any that she could scale down by kind of wedging herself between them and bracing yeah, like, herself, like, like that kind? Do, 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 do. Yeah, between these, like I said, I could not fit through these straightwise, so they're about mm -hmm. about two feet between these buildings. So two feet. Okay, yeah, Darcy's gonna just try and idea. like like. Okay, what I want Two is... Two sides and scale down. This is going to be uh, not easy. So what I would like is a strength and athletics 
the test at a difficulty of eight. Because I'd say dex, but this is strength, let's be fair. Because you got to keep that pressure. Yep. Oh, okay. Strength and athletics. Oh, I love that you so could have just gone back the other way, but this is fine. Also, hello to Gehenna Gaming. Uh, I feel like, yeah, Darcy's a, she's used, she's still a bit of a child and she's kind of used to climbing around barns and shit. So she's like, I can probably do this. Yeah, except she, you, you fall on stones and not hay here, but I, I, I get, I get where you're putting down. Yeah, you get where Darcy's thinking. She'll, she'll learn. Eight. Um, that is one success. Okay, so you're going to make it down about a floor going scrape, 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 scrape. Oh, lady, I can see your knickers. You hear beneath as uh, as the uh, the boyish dressed girl that in, that was outside of the house before walks underneath you. Well, could you could you make sure no one else comes this way and and sees them themselves? I'd rather charge a fee. Oi! Come and I'm see the ladies' knickers! Stop it! And she'll try and go down faster, which is okay. probably when she'd like. Okay, uh, give me another strength and athletics roll, a difficulty nine. Oh, God. Uh, and as that is happening, uh, the two of you are going to follow the commotion and be able to round the corner. Now, working your way down this breakneck alley. Um, <laughs> zero. You got zero. And I need you to make me a stamina roll. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. And I'm gonna make a dodge roll real quick. Okay. Um, stamina. What's my difficulty for stamina? Always six on a soak. Always six. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, two. Uh, one success. I rolled. One success. Down. Okay. So I'm gonna say that you're falling twenty feet on stone. That's gonna be four dice. Okay. Uh, you're gonna take a point of bashing damage. Okay. okay. So that is denoted with a slash. It heals in about an hour of not using it or like a quick use of life magic for you. Uh, yeah. And you are going to try to scurry down faster. And as you do, you're going to step on a bit of brick that actually the brick is going to go inside of the house as you put your foot on it. And you're going to just, just drop. Uh, and you two are going to be making your way down the alley as you watch Darcy slip ass first, uh, basically like a folding chair and just slam her tailbone into the floor here. Uh, the, uh, the the boyishly dressed girl, Cat is going to dive roll out of the way like a video game character. Oh, and you kind of just stayed there for a second and, and cushioned me as I fall as you're glancing up at my knickers. You ain't got ah! enough money to make me do that. That's true. Um... Um, can I get up in the field and like haul the the boy up by his collar? Uh, uh, Darcy will also release the pain. She will stop that. She will consciously stop that. Now oh, it hurts. It oh, you should be grateful of your mom now. My mom's dead. All right. In this back fallow field, you will. Um, he will kind of shudder against you uh, as the pain slowly leaves his body in undulating waves like someone tossed a giant stone into a, a very still pond and it's just waiting for the water to become still again. Uh, anyone, any any guy who has ever been been uh, been been racked knows exactly that feeling where you're just like, you're just waiting for the wake to die. You're just like, oh God. 
I have no idea what it's like on the other side of that. On the I'm only on the brovery side, not the ovary side. So, um, and you will have a stiff graph, grasp of him. Uh, he is uh, a quick look at him as you all round the corner, and Darcy picks herself up. Uh, the boy is maybe 13 years old. Just at that age where his voice is starting to have some cracks into it, and the barest hint of peach fuzz is visible on him. However, uh, the question that you asked before, uh, as a joke, Robin, is actually quite hard to see right now. Uh, whether or not he is English or, uh, or not, because he is covered from head to toe uh, with soot. Every bit of him is billowing. And actually, Josephine, you are covered in coal dust as well. Um, those of you who are, are native to London will immediately recognize the, the uh, aesthetic of a chimney sweep. And those of you outside you might have a good chance of it. Josephine, you might have read a story about with chimney sweeps in it. Yeah, probably. But also, I don't know if I'd translate that into this. <laughs> fair. And also, the fact that Evelyn didn't jump out the roof with her umbrella to catch this person really, like, killed a bunch of jokes that we could have had. Right? Yeah. Chim chimney. Uh, so this sweep was not as lucky as lucky could be. I'll just put that out here. Uh, all right. So you have caught him. <laughs> what are you going to do what? to me? What were you doing peeping? Shake him a little. I was cleaning the roofs. The the monks, the ones who owned the place, they they give me a, they give me a a hairpanny to to clean through when I'm not doing my normal rounds. And I I was cleaning the roof off, doing the chimney. And I saw it. Oh god, I saw all of it. And his eyes will unfocus as the memory claims his mind again. Mm -hmm. And as he is standing there, you are going to just watch his eyes dilate. Like the pupils are going to shrink to pinpricks as he stares off into the distance. And the coal is going to start dripping off of his cheeks as tears fall unbidden in rivers. He's not crying. He's not shuddering. It's his eyes can't shut off. Uh, Chastity. So are we on our, are we there or? You are there. You you all have we, walked to, along okay. into the field at this point, picking Darcy off okay. her ass. Uh, Kat, the, um, uh, the, the runner girl, uh, is kind of standing nearby. And uh, as he is crying, you're going to hear an obnoxious, as she bites into uh, a fairly a fairly soft apple. Hmm. So what Chastity would like to do is she'll actually take a cut, like step forwards and put both of her hands on this on this teen's shoulders, this kid's shoulders, um, and she's gonna look like very get very close up into his face and look at him in the eyes and like see. That lady. Oh God. You can't. Now, you can't. You can't. What do you do? She would like to 
use a mind effect if she can. She's trying to, she wants to do a couple things. I'm not entirely sure how exactly, Mm -hmm. what steps it has to be. She wants to see what this kid saw. And once she gets it out of him, wants to either dull the impact of the memory or remove it. Okay. Because- So this will be multiple steps as you are outside there. Um, So she's basically got her hands on his shoulder. She's looking and she's gonna lean her head forward and she's gonna like essentially lean it against his and say like, just tell me like, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Okay. So let's take a look at this real quick. Um, my magic has always been, I'm going to be honest here, one of the things that has been very difficult for me because the rules are actually quite different than the normal rules. <laughs> so I'm just whipping out uh, how do you do that to make sure that I'm following the M20 versions of this. Yeah. Um, so, because they do it slightly differently here. Mm-hmm. Uh, energy work, necromancy, enhanced perceptions. Is it in this book? I swore it was. Uncanny influence. Uh, this is the basics. Okay. Uh, mind two allows you to. You have mind what level? I have it at two, so I might not be able to do as much as I would like to, but I should be able to do something. So uh, with mind two, you can read surface thoughts. So if you try to walk them back through a situation so that they think about it, you can get it. You can't delve yeah. for it. No, but he's he's talking about it and crying, and it seems very on the top of their mind. So you thinking. can you can up or down uh, emotions right now. So you could definitely mute the effect of this as well. Uh, you can't yeah. heal it, but you can basically give him a painkiller. Yeah, I would like to make it so that this isn't going to be forever traumatizing. Okay. If possible. Um, also. I don't know if time will make a difference since it's pulling up something that happened previously. Um, uh, so with mind to time to, you could pull up memories that were on the surface of his mind at a moment that you looked back to. Uh, okay. Now, according to how do you do that, rather than rolling against the usual coincidental vulgar or, of course, uncanny uh, elegant um, difficulties, you usually roll willpower plus three. Uh, for sorry, willpower for simple influence effects and willpower plus three for ones that compel someone to do something they don't want to do. So that's easy in this case. Uh, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna say that's permanent willpower, not current willpower, because this guy has no willpower at the moment. Yeah, I also have read surface thoughts as one of my rotes, however, that impacts things. Uh, So you can go ahead, you're gonna be doing this at a difficulty of three. Um, okay. Yeah, this is elegant. So, so, sorry, what am I rolling again? My total willpower? Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Yes. No, you're rolling your, your arate against his willpower. Against Minim- his willpower, okay. Yeah, which will be a minimum difficulty of three. And can I, I'm gonna, can I spend a willpower on that? Mm-hmm. Or you can just take extra time. I'm gonna take extra time. Yeah. Like, she'll motion to the others to be like, I'm gonna see what I can do here. Sure. Uh, so take extra time. Uh, basically, what this will mean in this case is just I would go for um, if you're doing a combined effect to try to uh, kind of soothe the pain and read his surface thoughts at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say that you're going for five successes. That may that way it is not achievable unless you get a spectacular roll, which means that okay. you're very easily it, it's it's 
you will likely hit the 50% margin, which allows you to re-roll the next round. Okay. So okay. it's the it's the easy way to work the system. Okay. I don't have to spend any quintessence for this? You do not, no. Okay, so I'm rolling three dice. We will see what I get. Yeah. Um, what did you say my difficulty was? Three. I got a six of five and a ten. Okay. Six, five, ten. Uh, oh, damn, you got a ten. Uh, mm. Would you like to re-roll it or take it as two? With my luck, I'm going to take it as two. Okay, so you're at four out of five. You can re-roll okay. the next round. I will do so. Okay. I got a six and an eight. Mm -hmm. And a two. So that's two okay. more, I think. That's two more. Okay, okay, so that is for a total of six successes. And let me just check mm -hmm. one thing real quick. Um, Josephine is going to release her grip on the boy when he's like kind of catatonic and Chastity seems to have this under Yeah, control. she's supporting him and kind of like, like I said, she's got her hands on his shoulders and she's like leaning forward and she's got her eyes closed. And she's okay. just, as she's doing this, she's constantly just uttering these like soothing phrases and like, it's okay and. Mm-hmm. I'm just checking duration chart. So right now with six successes, you can have the basic effect of this, like a slight numbing, uh, okay. last for up to six months. Okay. Uh, or actually, uh, storyteller's option. So what is, I guess that just means however I want. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you if you want this to be, a, like, basically lower it um, at a... Uh, if you spend a willpower, I will allow you to uh, have this be a permanent effect. I would like to do that. Okay. Just to make it, not completely numb it necessarily, but at least... Cool. Make it less present, or make it, when he thinks about it, that it isn't as... It's just numb. Like, it's just like, it's a, like, it just no emotion there at all, just flat. It is a thing, or do you want do you want him to have some? I want them to be able to heal more than anything. I just don't want it to be like being stuck in a flashback necessarily. So, okay. Now here's the other part of this. Uh, for one, I am going to give you a point of paradox for this. Okay. For tying this off, and also for something else that I'm not going to describe. Okay. So just one total. One total. And as you are leaning in and saying this, uh, what is everyone else doing? I think Evelyn's just kind of waiting and watching and I'll say trying Darcy's... to assess what's happening. Okay. Yeah, Darcy's keeping an eye out for uh, like people that might be walking by. She's just trying to keep the the area clear, I guess. Try and just see okay. who's around and might be. Can I get a perception and alertness roll off of everyone who's keeping watch outside? Now, in this field that you're standing in, it is almost black with soot runoff that comes from the upper the upper areas of the city kind of drifting down. Would, at, would, would you be able to clarify the difference between alertness and awareness again? Awareness is supernatural. You could do Super either if you want. Uh, alertness is I'm throwing an apple at your head. Awareness is I'm throwing a ball of energy at your head. Okay. What's the difficulty? The difficulty of this is going to be six. You've got a good line of sight on everything. 
Um, I would actually say difficulty, you know, I'll say difficulty six, because this will, you'd notice people looking out of windows at you at that point. So, on six dice, I rolled three successes and three ones. Uh, you're just kind of caught off guard by all of this and the stress of it and are not really be able to focus down, Evelyn. Uh, Chastity, um, you are in the middle of that, but uh, Josephine, Darcy, what'd you get on your rolls? I only got one success. <laughs> I got three. Okay. Uh, so glancing around, you are going to see, Darcy, that uh, there are some people looking looking down the alleys at you um, just to see what the commotion is. Uh, but most of them seem to be fairly... Uh, they don't seem to care. Um, uh, Josephine, you will see that uh, from a few houses down, uh, Dinesh is looking down from the broken window at you all. At a kind of a skewed angle, just kind of watching. He does a gesture that you assume means okay, like like kind of a thumbs uppy looking thing. Uh, I'll nod and just kind of repeat the gesture back at him. And uh, he will vanish from the window. But besides that, there's no one else looking looking at you. Um, although you can hear in the distance that you might not have too long before someone of note shows up here. Okay. And um, as you can hear uh, the sound of running footsteps in the distance, probably someone trying to get a hold of what little... Well, there's no constable area on the east side, let's be fair. Uh, getting the local big guy with a stick... To investigate because every community has one of those and uh, Josephine will just kind of mutter to the others like we might have company soon meanwhile chastity as you lean your head in And press the surface thoughts down, smoothing out the edges. The boy is cleaning a chimney and finishes up when he hears, as he's plunging in his, his, his brush, he hears a scream, muffled, a whimper, and then the sound, almost like a chamber pot being opened or emptied onto the street, the splash. He leaves his brush and walks down, nimbly heading down the side of the slanted roof. He leans over and peers through the window. It was not a chamber pot that was fallen on the floor. He will watch bare hands rolled sleeves, a man dressed in a waistcoat with thick, meaty arms. Each one of his forearms is laced with knotwork tattoos. He works delicately, and the woman is alive as the baby is retrieved. You watch the scene unfold in front of you. And as it does, the man pauses, sets the child down on the bowl, and stands. As he turns toward you, a massive gray great cloak hanging off of a nearby nail. <laughs> 
He turns, and before you can get a good look at his face, you will see that it is full of swarming flies, censoring his face to you like a cloud. He takes a step toward you. Hello, little dove. He says, his voice neutral. You chose the wrong place to come. He walks toward you on the other side of that window, and you are frozen in this moment. Hmm. I'm going to find you. I'm going to find each of you. Tell your friends, this game is not one they're going to enjoy. Let me leave you with a token of my affection. And he steps through the window as if it were a bit of water. As the memory parts, and he reaches up to your face and goes to grasp you. Uh, how many successes did you have on that mind shield? I don't remember. That was at the beginning of game last time. I believe it was quite it was a few. I think it was seven like successes. Four, seven. I, I knew it was above five. Yeah. Uh, so as he goes and puts that blood dripping hand on toward your face, you are going to see that there is a sigil that is carved into the meat of his hand, similar to the symbol in the center of the philosopher's stone symbol. The, Orbor the Ouroboros in reverse. And as he holds it up to your face, suddenly the everything in front of you is going to crystallize as he touches a pane of glass directly in front of your sight. A shield. Charming. Very. He pushes on it, and it holds. But not charming enough. And then it starts to crack. Spiderweb cracks begin spreading across the shield. Let me in, little one. The evil is already inside of you. What would you like to do, Chastity? She's trying to pull away from this effect if she can end okay. it. Um, you are going to try to pull away, and you tried to pull away, and as he continues to push at your mind shield, you feel it crack. You can hear the sound of splintering, shattering glass all around you. And then the hand snaps through. But before it can grab you, you pull yourself out. Standing in a field, the boy sags down to the ground. Exhausted. He smells terrible. He's covered in urine and feces from where he had hidden for the majority of the day next to the window, too afraid to move. Your shield uh, is down to one uh, success. It was almost about to completely shatter on you, but you made it out. 
She's just holding the the shoulders and staring at this child. He, he, um, left something in his mind. Um, saw the killer? uh, Yeah. Yeah, I saw him. And he saw me. Wait, he saw you? What? Weren't you going into his memories? How- I- I did. He left something in the boy's mind. Um... <sighs> Was he able to get you? Um... N- no, no, I'm just- I'm just rattled. Um, can you- He's unconscious, can you- And she's gonna just push the kid towards whoever's standing closest. Hmm. Which- Is that Josephine or Darcy? Uh, that's prob- Probably Josephine. Probably Josephine? Probably. Just yeah. pushes this unconscious child or teenager. Um. In the distance, you hear the sound of approaching footfalls, angry ones. Oi, what are you doing with my boy? Evelyn will call it. Oh, sir. Oh, good. He just fell off the roof. We're trying to make sure he's all right. The man will strive for your son. He's missed work. This huge, burly, bald man who looks bloated with drink is going to waddle forward, reach down, wake the fuck up, Eddie, and is going to belt the kid full bore across the cheek with the side of his palm. Wake up! You've got fucking work to do! Uh, yes. Chastity would like to turn and hurt him somehow. Sounds She's good. using mind magic, right? Recently? Sure. Yeah. She would like to... I don't know exactly how she wants to do this, but she basically wants to reach in and, like, stab the thought of... and hurt, like, hurt him yeah, from you the could thought just, of you hurting someone. You just do a mind blast. Yeah, she wants to mind blast him. Okay, do it. Uh, that's gonna be at a... Uh, this is gonna be regular difficulty, so give me a difficulty of... Uh, for you, I'll do a difficulty three. Okay, um, and that's just my ret? That's just your, your arte, yeah. Okay. Yeah, feel free to spend a willpower if you want. I'm gonna spend a willpower. Yeah. Um, so I got a four, three, a one, and a willpower, so. Four, three, one, willpower? Yeah. Okay, so that is gonna be two successes. That's gonna be four levels of bashing damage. Uh, to his psyche. To his psyche, it's unsoaked. <clears throat> oh, actually, can you soak brain damage? Oh, it's one of the wings, I can't remember. Uh, not if, you know what, even if he could, I rolled two ones, so, uh, and an eight, so even if he did, he's still in quite a bit of pain. Uh, he is going to stumble back. Oh! Uh, she, so, are you alright? She, she did something. You've had, 
Have you had what? a lot to drink there, sir? You seem a bit uh, wobbly. Maybe a bad batch. Shut the fuck up, cunt. Uh, and uh, he is going to uh, he's going to try to grab the boy. Uh, and Darcy would like to inflict pain on him too. Okay. Josephine is going to try and shield the boy from getting grabbed because she's the one Sounds who's... Sounds good. Uh, Darcy, can you roll me a d20? Or a d10, I mean? <laughs> what are we doing? D10? <laughs> d20, what? Ooh. Okay. D20, difficulty three. Eight. Uh, Eight? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so as you go to uh, to cause pain to him, um, how are you planning on doing that? Um, She's just gonna, again, she has her... Um, she's gonna try and if he's looking like he's gonna go grab the boy while he's kind of turning his face away, she's just gonna try and like press into her her cut that she has before. She's gonna press into it and try and reopen it a bit to cut to like bleed her own blood to then mm. inflict pain on him. Um, kind of muttering in, in in Gaelic as well, just kind of under breath, like trying to make it not seem like she's she's just kind of muttering, like almost like swearing, like taking okay. a tone. So you'll be starting and, to do that, um, Amy. You were wanted to interject something. Not so much interject, but she's pulling out her riding crop. Okay. She's I'm, I'm assuming to... that, that you're all mounting up like the regulators that you are. <laughs> um, so as the crowd around you, you can see that there's a bit of hostility. Some of the family members that have trailed behind him and the other drinking buddies look like they are about to get a, a bit rowdy as well. You are surrounded by this contingent that look like they are ready to bring a pair, well, a, a quartet of haughty bitches to uh, to a lesson. <laughs> Which I think is a great place for us to take a bathroom break. So folks, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hey all, I'm Jen and I play Josephine Carrington in the Dork Tales Victorian Era Mage actual play series that you were just listening to. If you're new to Mage or just want to know more about the system, check out my podcast, Paradox, a Mage the Ascension podcast, found wherever you can find podcasts. New episodes come out every other Friday, provided Paradox itself doesn't get in the way. Welcome back to Mage the Ascension of the Victorian Age. The crowd gathers round some of the drinking buddies of this large father who you have just hammered into with mind magic. He looms overhead, one of his eyes filling up with blood as the capillaries inside of his eyeball burst from the strain that you've put into his head, Chastity. He looks around angrily and grabs down at the boy again who's lying at your feet unconscious, even through the slap that racked his teeth together. And uh, I would like, uh, can I get an initiative roll? Um, so Darcy, you rolled an eight on your initiative roll, I believe, uh, on the dice. Oh, was that, was I supposed yeah. to add something to yeah, that? Yeah, go ahead and add your score to that. And, okay, uh, so um, it's, what was it, dex and wits to your initiative? Dex and wits plus a d10. Mm-hmm. And uh, tens explode if you have a specialty, right? If you have a specialty. Does crisis mode count as a specialty? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Awesome. I think it's hilarious that you put crisis mode as yours, so that's great. <laughs> I figured, like, ships, like, you need to act, right? Mm -hmm. it's, so, uh... Okay. <clears throat> All right, so what is your total? 22. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, real quick, looking in the chat, I see Chastity has a 14. Uh, then, oh, I should roll for you. Oh, man, you rolled really low. Um, Darcy and Evelyn, who has the higher modifier on this? What is your 
What is your bonus to the roll? A Five. six. Okay. So <laughs> Darcy's going last. <laughs> uh. Of the group, of the four, she's going last. <laughs> okay. All right, so seeing this in front of you, Darcy, you're going to kind of gather your stuff up, preparing to, like, melt this man's internal organs uh, as you start to, like, fumble around for the right uh, the right thing. Um, uh, and we're going to go ahead and start in the top of the initiative with Josephine. Cool. Uh, so I see that, um, at the very least, Chastity and Darcy are prepared to knock the... Uh, shit out of these guys. Um, yes. uh, there are a total of three of these hulking brutes behind, as well as some hangers on in the background that were drinking with them, but they don't appear like they are getting in here. You're getting the immediate sense that these three men are going to teach y'all a lesson. Cool. Um, and I've got an unconscious boy who's just been hit, or is he, has he woken up from that? He is, um, he is just, he's exhausted and is barely cool. conscious. That blow kind of rattled his brains around. Fair. Um... All right, I'm going to I'm going to pull out a uh, small little piece of rope that I have mm-hmm. tied around the boy's wrist and uh, give him a kinetic shield. Okay, that sounds good. Make me an arate roll. This is going to be at a difficulty of uh, it's difficulty of I'll say four. Okay. Actually, it would be difficulty of five because it's uh oh no, you're, the rope is your specialty focus. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's my, or yeah, it's not my unique focus cor- correspondence like, as my unique, but but it is like your special one. Yeah, for for forces, yeah. So, what was the difficulty? Sorry, a difficulty of five. Five. Okay. Uh, two successes. Two successes. All right. So that will uh, that'll last the round for sure. Give him a bit of a boost. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, the man is going to leer back and line up a shot directly at uh, at your face as you're hanging over him. Get your hands off my. And as he brings his hand open, because he's not, you're a woman, he's not going to waste his knuckles on you. Uh, You are going to see uh, the silvered tip of a cane jut up between his elbow and the back of his neck. And, uh, holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, there is going to be a twisting motion, and uh, this man is quite large. He's about about five foot eleven and about three feet wide and about th- about three feet deep, if you get my meaning, as well. With um, a-, a man this impoverished being this fat, explains how scrawny his son is. Uh, with a quick motion, uh, the ground beneath you is fallow field, but it is littered with stones. One of them suddenly is married to this man's face as there is a a cacophonous crunching noise as a cane twists and slams him into the ground. And uh, you are going to see Lord Macduff standing behind there going, I think the boys had enough. And uh, that's his turn. Uh, The man has taken, I gotta roll strength damage on that. He got six successes to do the maneuver. Wow. Uh, That is. Uh, oh, that's only, that's only five points of bashing damage. Um, and the guy, the guy did not soak at all. Okay, so that guy has not much remaining. He's going to crash into the ground. Uh, Chastity, you are kind of there, uh, hovering in front. All right, yeah, she's pulling her, her riding crop off of her belt 
and she's gonna, t and is he on the ground, did you say? This guy is face first on the ground. Basically, um, a cane just jumped behind his head mm -hmm. and like he got basically judo tossed face down into a cobblestone is the quick way to explain it. It's it's an errant rock that was in the middle of the ground. Um, and you are going to see teeth scatter across your boot like a set of dice. All right, okay, cool. She's gonna take, she's gonna um, move yep. forward, step forward, and she's going to plant her foot in the back of his spine mm -hmm. and lean down. She's putting some pretty hefty amount of weight on this and she's gonna like grab him by the back of his head and okay. turn it so she can get a look at his face. On the other hand, she's got her riding crop and she's got that like right up against his face and she's gonna look at like, see if he's conscious. It is a bear thing, Yeah. his consciousness. Um, may looking at his face was a mistake. Yeah. First of all, it is uh, flattened. His front teeth have completely shattered off at the root. They were not knocked out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so she's grabbing the back of his head. She's got her her, her rather threateningly right, right up by his face, like mm. near his where he can like right by his eye. And mm. she's going to lean down and she's going to say, listen, like, listen up your shit stain. <laughs> all right. Now Don't you. All... And she's going to, she's uh, got another little more to say. Sorry. Please, please. Like, Listen up your shit stain. If you lay a single finger on another child in your life, I'm going to make sure you fucking regret it. Don't you fucking dare. And can I intimidate the shit out of him? You can make me uh, charisma plus in plus intimidation, please. Sure, um, can I add bold? I have bold as a, um, that, a yeah, specialty. This is bold. Okay. Um, instead intimidation plus uh, charisma. charisma. And now bold the... just gives me the reroll on tens, right? Yes. It doesn't do anything else, okay. Um, can I, oh fuck, I want to add a mind effect to this as well to like make it stick because, um, this is kind of her focus. Sure. Sure. Make me, so, so you'll, you'll have to make an, you'll make an Arate roll instead versus his willpower plus three. Uh, so that is going to be difficulty of six. Hmm. Okay. Are you trying many, to many, traumatize many more... him? I'm trying to make him never like try to abuse a kid again through trauma uh yeah are you yeah. trying to fear okay cool uh difficulty yeah. four difficulty four on my arete okay can i willpower you, this you you may yes okay i wanted my willpower okay how many successes this is absolutely are you shooting for her focus. i'm trying to go for <laughs> oh shit um i mean if if this isn't enough on the first round she's still holding on and she's gonna keep threatening him um so Um, that's a five, a three, and a ten. Okay. So, mm -hmm. do you want to reroll the ten or take it as two? I'm gonna reroll the ten. Okay. So that just ended up giving me two total anyway. So it's a total of four plus my willpower. So five. Five successes. Mm -hmm. Um, are you, are you trying to make this permanent? I would like to. Okay, then you are not quite there. You'll have to go again uh, okay. next round. Uh, but you are on the cusp of that kind of grinding into him. Uh, Evelyn, two of his drinking buddies are eyeing the scene um, angrily and are um, are kind of rounding about. Uh, one of them, seeing uh, Lord Macduff slam this guy into the ground, is going to dig a knife out of his pocket. And it's uh, basically a folding knife. is going to flick it open. Um, you are going to notice behind that Dinesh is hurrying down the alley as well. Okay. And is is going to be in scene in just a second. So uh, 
he's moving quicker than they are. Uh, but you are okay. first. Um, can I use alter probability on my intimidation skill? I would like to try and either scare the crap out of them or make them seriously pause and think for a moment so that he can catch up. Ha, um, yes, 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 you may. So what we're going to do is, how would you do this? What is the scientific basis for this? Are you just going to like flash your umbrella at them? Like you're scaring birds or like? Uh, no, I think it's probably something to get, give myself a boost of confidence in order to be able to pull off being intimidating. Okay. Uh, so I think smelling salts. Okay, that sounds good. So good make, me, make me an RT roll at a difficulty of, uh, difficulty of four. Okay. This will be elegant. Uh, three successes. Three successes. Okay, so that is going to, for this round, uh, let's say it lowers your difficulty uh, by three. Um, to So make me a presence and intimidation roll at difficulty of four. Uh, charisma? Sure, if you're trying to be, yeah, charisma. Presence doesn't be... exist. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. That's why I'm asking. I'm running, I don't know. I'm too much new wad. Uh, Chronicles. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was just writing. I was just writing a okay. vampire supplements. And, and then my intimidation is at three from those successes, correct? Uh, no, it means your difficulty is down to difficulty four. Okay. Unless... So do I have to minus anything for not having intimidation then? Uh, no, no, you don't. Okay. So it would just be rolling the charisma dice. Yeah. Were you trying okay. to use it to add dice instead? Well, because that's what it says is replace your zero in this ability with successes. Oh, sorry. My so, mistake. There are, there are many different ways to do this. So, okay, that's just what we had in my rotes. So. Okay, so yeah, go ahead and just roll that instead against a difficulty of seven. Okay. Mage is very, mage is basically how do I cheat the rules, the game. So there are a hundred ways to do everything with every ability, which is why a lot of people have trouble running it. Okay, that True. is five successes. Okay. Um, so I just want to kind of hold my umbrella straight out, like as close to his throat as I can get, and just say, in the coldest, just iciest facial expression and voice I can, I think you have somewhere else to be. Just very polite, but very just dead cold. <laughs> uh, that one is going to take a step back and stumble, uh, and is going to start like, I I want no tr trouble. He's going to start muttering, but it's not his turn, so he can't do anything else. Uh, Darcy, there is still one man who is kind of advancing on the side. Uh, I need to know, though, Evelyn, was that the one with the knife or the one without the knife? Um, I was going to, seeing the knife, I was going to go for him first. Okay. Just because that's the most obvious threat in that moment. Yes. Now, the other one, I will say, Darcy, is the bruiser of the bunch. Six foot three, a shaved head with many wrinkles down the back, like a giant oversized bulldog that's grown into a farm boy. A well, farm man, I should say. A pale-skinned Michael Clark Duncan-looking guy looms okay. into view, and uh, he looks like the type of man... Uh, with a smirk on his face leaning over you and the kind of quizzical brow that just single brow, by the way, um, that uh, quirks up at his now cowardly compatriot. He thought that we were all about to enjoy a nice beating and is a little confused at what is going on here. Okay, how close he is, is a, he? He is looming for, he will be able to reach you right now if you don't do something. 
Okay, uh, I'm I'm of two minds right now. Um, I either want to do the the curse of, of matcha again on him, or I want to put forces behind and punch him because I've I've. Melee. Put forces behind a kick to the balls. Yeah, then it does the same <laughs> yes. effect. Yes, yes, true. So yeah, Darcy's gonna run up and like kick him in kick, the balls. A kick to the balls if it doesn't drop you into aggravated damage is almost always coincidental or elegant. True. So yes, I would like to put forces Everybody behind that. Everybody expects that. Everybody expects it. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna roll your Irate first. So this is going to yeah. be against difficulty of uh, uh, it's forces two to increase your damage. So that is going to be difficulty of five. Um, and I'm gonna spend a willpower on that. Also, women's shoes in this era. Women's shoes, that is going to give another plus one to the damage roll if, if she connects. It's what Josephine was gonna do if nobody else did by the time we got back around to me. <laughs> I feel like that's something Evelyn might start looking into is reinforcing her shoes. Four, okay. Not so with the willpower, that'll be four. <laughs> okay, so that is, uh, that is to you. That is only for one round. Uh, so that is going to be... Okay, I need you to make me a dexterity and brawl roll at a difficulty of seven uh, to aim for a specific region. Not not melee? No, melee okay. is weaponry. Ah, fuck. Oh, shit. Okay, I would have... Uh, uh, yeah, I would have done points another way then. I Because, yeah, I would have put... Oh, well, shit. we'll talk about that after game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so dexterity and brawl. Okay. Yeah. You okay, need yeah. one success. That's it. Okay. A difficulty of six. Seven. 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 Fuck. Uh, I botched. No successes in one. Okay. Congratulations. That is amazing. Uh, I appreciate you. I want to put that out there. And this is my second time I've botched this kid. It's uh... so good. Okay, so... I mean, it kind of works with the character type, though, right? You're new to this. Okay, I, so... Uh, we, you know what? I'm going to randomize this. So, uh, right next to you, uh, there is... Uh, so, there's Lord Macduff, who's pinning the guy to the ground. There's the guy on the ground with Chastity on top. Uh, and then, I guess, to one side, there is Evelyn. So what we're going to do is I want you to roll me a d10, and we're going to go from guy on the ground mm -hmm. to uh, Macduff to Chastity to, um, to Evelyn and then to Josephine. Oh, boy. <laughs> Would you, so go ahead and roll. Four. Okay, so... Uh, oh, god damn it. I feel like that's chastity, isn't it? Uh, no, that's uh, that's Lord Macduff because each one was counting for two points because it's a oh, D10. Oh, I thought you were going like around the circle nope. twice. So I need no. you to do I need you to do me a favor and make me a strength plus nine roll. He is the best option in this scenario. <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna hate me for so us. Strength, out of character. Strength plus strength? nine. Plus okay. nine. Difficulty six. I have one die for strength. Cool, I'm so roll 10 that. dice, please, worth of bashing damage that you're inflicting. Oh, oh, I'm not adding nine to it. I'm just rolling 10 die. Okay. You're rolling 10 dice, yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever rolled damage before, so this is, uh, this is a new thing for me. So you're doing difficulty six. Okay. And then he gets a soak roll, so that's, that's lucky. Oh my god. Do tens do anything on damage? Uh, yeah, they'll count as double. Why not? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Um, 
four. Well, at least it won't six, be Evelyn that necessarily eight, has all of his ire. Nine successes. Nine successes? <laughs> I rolled a five of four, and then everything else was eight, nine, or ten. Okay. On the die. How many? Nine. Nine. I think we have a new dice goddess. Nine successes because I rolled two tens. Okay, so he's pinning him to the ground. You are going to rear back, and the guy is going to look as you as you angle on him. This man has been kicked in the balls so many times in his life through street fights that he just kind of steps out of the way, which is going to cause your ankle to hit a bit of mud, and you are going to spin around catching Macduff in the side of the temple and spinning him off of his feet across the field. Um, he is, he has taken nine points of damage as he plunges to the ground. Um, his hat rolls across the field and, uh, he looks unconscious. Can I, I I guess that's my turn, right? Yeah. Cool, 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 uh what the hell oh my god that was great darcy i appreciate that uh okay i like that all of a sudden evelyn is not the most hated member oh do me a favor by the way that's going to uh that was so big that that is going to get you one more point of paradox oh boy lucky number seven yeah oh no i'm saving up for something I know you are. I'm scared. It's great. <laughs> uh, there is going to be a quick motion as Dinesh walks into the scene. Sorry, what did I miss? And there is a flash of of almost like a mirror flashing at your your face. And he turns to the giant man, and at that point, you're going to notice that there is a large curved knife pushed at the nape of his throat, going, I'm sorry, I think the lady asked you to leave. And then that is the point that your foot is going to, like, as he looks, what did you... Uh, so the uh, the big bruiser uh, is going to see the knife and uh, let's see whether or not he has survival. He does not have a survival instinct. Um, that is, uh, he is going to try to grab the knife. So let's do the game where the NPC rolls off against the NPC. Oh damn, he's actually really good at this. Oh my God, what? But my Euthanatos. Uh, one, two, three, four, six. Eight successes versus... Uh, Dinesh is going to put that he's going to look over at where Macduff was booted across 10 feet of field and in that second he looks away the big man is going to catch him by the wrist, twist the kukri out of it and drop an epithet about uh, about his Indian heritage that, or a, a, a slur about it that I'm not going to repeat. As you do you can, in Victorian period. You can imagine what type of bullshit that would be. So we're just going to do that. He's going to grab that as his action. He is now holding the knife, branching it, and it looks like his next step is applying directly to Dinesh. Uh, top of the initiative with Josephine. Josephine, this is right in front of you. What do you do? 
I would like to unmute myself. That would be the first step. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would like to... Um, hmm... I would like to obtain that knife for myself. Okay, how would you like to do this? Uh... Hmm. Is there a way? So, okay. Hmm. I have a couple of options here, and I'm not sure which is the best one. So I'm just going to say them. Sure. Um, one is to attempt to kick him in the balls like Darcy did. But that didn't go very well the last time. No, no, no. It's more from the hip. <laughs> <laughs> no, Darcy, like this. Um... <laughs> to be fair, Darcy has probably kicked very few men in the balls. True. This the only person that oh. she's been assaulted by was her ex that she blasted. Uh, also, with Darcy, lightning. roll one more die. I forgot about your boots. Oh. Do I have to? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An eight. Oh, God. Okay. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Minus I hate 10 you. bashing. Also, he failed oh, his soak God. roll. Why? Ouch. I'm going to. My next move is to heal him. Like That's probably a great idea. You know, I, it's, it's the thing. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, so yeah, I could, I can do that or I could, um, I want to like, maybe try and grab him at the wrist and apply pressure. I also have correspondence and don't know how, if I could just like, yes, you try. can, you can just teleport the, the blade to your hand. Okay. It will uh, cost, it will cost you an extra success. Cool. Can I do that while I'm like, um, I'm going to say kicking at him to distract him. It doesn't matter if that one connects. Yeah, that's fine. It's that's cool. that's part of your your bullshit. Yeah. Okay. So uh, with correspondence range, so we're going to do is correspondence range is a line of sight. So it's mm -hmm. literally right there. You need one success for the basic range. Okay. Uh, and then because you have correspondence two. Yes. Okay. Uh, so line of sight is all you need. Uh, this is going to be. Uh, this, ooh, God, would this be catastrophic? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's catastrophic, we'll say. So yeah. I have to remind myself. Well, there myself, are sleepers watching. Oh, there are sleepers watching, yeah. That doesn't uh, count in straights. Yeah, it no? doesn't count in the straights, and, like, not really. Uh, I am just going yeah. to check one thing real quick to see because. because it, it just doesn't count the same way it doesn't determining vulgar versus coincidental. Yeah, it's more for disbelief, I believe, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh,. I'm just going to look up the rules for catastrophic. Like if I was doing something um, bizarre, but in a place where that might not be as bizarre, if sleepers were watching, it's it'd be uncanny. Um, if I was doing the same thing in a place where it would be bizarre and sleepers were watching, it would be catastrophic. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, that's just what I figured was like having somebody watch something disappear and reappear into your hand is pretty obviously like weird for just about anywhere. This is true. Uh, that's why it would be catastrophic regardless of where we were. Yeah, um, I, think, I think so. Unless it was somewhere where that for some reason was, but I, I can't think of that. Uh, or so I like reached into a bag and pulled out a similar knife and maybe he just dropped his, but I don't have that right now. So Yeah, you don't have the time or energy for that. So no. uh, uncanny catastrophic is governs uh, 
feats of paranormal might, summoning a stone, transforming into an yeah. elephant, turning a person into a mouse, aging someone within seconds. Well, well, let me double check on Canny real quick just to see. Yeah, you know what? Let's do let's do catastrophic. It's just on the edge, but I'll, it so, really is. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll let's do that just to just to see it. Uh, sure. And so that's going to be uh, difficulty seven for this for your Arate. Cool. Uh, I'm going to spend a quintessence to difficulty six. Yeah. Yeah. Two successes. Two successes is exactly what you needed. <laughs> one to see it, one to take someone's possession. Uh, this will be much more difficult if this is someone's personal belonging. But mm -hmm. it's not. He literally just grabbed it. It's the first time he's ever touched it. So there's yep. no sympathetic connection there. Uh, so you are going to take a swing at him and suddenly the knife is going to be in your hand. And that is going to be, let's check the old paradox chart. Uh, it's two. Is it just two? Ah, it's, so... it's just two unless I botch. Unless you, oh, then it's a lot. Then it's a lot. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be, uh, so you're at four points now, if I'm not mistaken. I am. Yep. Okay, not quite enough for anything bad. Uh, as the knife jumps to your hand, you're going to, he's, what the fuck? I'm going to smirk at him. Be like, let's go. <laughs> uh, the other man who was scrabbling backwards from Evelyn's umbrella and, and attitude is going to, it's witchcraft, and is going to scramble to his feet and just take off running away. <laughs> he is at, down the alley pushing people over. Very I don't freak. know. I don't know if anybody but the bruiser in front of me sees this, and he may not even notice it. I'm, I'm just kind of like, well, duh. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, and uh, chastity, it's your turn because Lord Macduff is not conscious. Right. Um, now you said I had to do another round to make the effect stick that I was working to on to make it permanent. Yes. Yeah, so I'll do that again. The my roll my, it's just my Arate again. Is it your Arate again? Uh, All against right. a difficulty of five this time. Okay. Um, that's three successes, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah. What emotion? So whenever he tries to raise his hand to strike, uh, to strike a child again. Mm -hmm. uh, um. He is going to risk having a heart attack from the terror that he okay. is going to feel. Sure, yeah. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, um, I, and as she finishes up with that, she's going to tap him like on the cheek and say, good boy, and then stand up and step away. Okay, that is fantastic. Uh, you are... Um, uh, that is elegant, too, because the situation literally... Okay, uh, you can unleash. You can release that. That is going to be a permanent standing effect. All right. Yeah. So she just like will stand like, like, like tap. Like I said, tap on the cheek. Say good boy. Stand up and like lift her foot off his back and mm -hmm. turn to look at what's going on with the rest of the people. And I guess that's the rest of her her full okay. turn. Okay. Uh, Evelyn, this giant bruiser is there now, flanked by a very uh, uh, surprised Dinesh and a. Uh, very armed Josephine with you kind of just off to the side to the left. Okay. Well, I think they've got that under control. Um, I'm more worried about Lord Macduff as he seems to be the one look helping us. 
yes. make sense of all this. So I am going to go over to him and do a medicine check and try and aid him. Uh, he is bleeding profusely from a wound on the side of his temple, uh, okay. where it looks like his skull was cracked by a kick. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and... Make me a wits and medicine roll, please. Yeah. Wits and medicine. Holy shit. Uh, well, that's three tens and a nine. Okay. So you you apply pressure to it, feeling the bones underneath. Um, if you are someone who believes in... Um, uh, in the ridges of the head giving personality. Uh, you think that this might change his personality a bit. Uh, okay. Which for some reason I forget the term for that even though it's I should obviously remember it. Oh, uh, phrenology. Thank you. It was... Maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. Alright, so you are going to apply, apply to the wound. Uh, and at that point though, I would really like chastity... Uh, can you do me a favor? What's up? Can you make me a perception and alertness roll at a difficulty of eight? Perception and alertness, okay. Or awareness, actually. They're the same for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Difficulty of eight, you said? Yes. Two successes. As you are standing up off of this man who has been pounded into the pavement and is barely conscious, um, you are going to ruffle his shirt and coat a bit. And as you do, it's going to pull down his collar. And on, on his collarbone, right on the side of his throat, you are going to see a burn mark. Hmm. Shaped like a circle that's eating itself. Hmm. Like the one that you saw on the killer's hand. Oh, shit. Uh, and uh, glancing up with that other success, uh, you are going to see the barest bit of um, on the big man, exposed reddened flesh on the same location where his shirt tucks down. Not the mark, but you see like the surrounding inflammation of a blister. Right. This looks fresh, by the way. Like, like it was done within the last, last few hours. Uh, and so that was Evelyn. Darcy, it is your turn. Evelyn is applying pressure to the wound. What do you do? <laughs> Darcy's going to run over there and heal. Okay. Heal, that's, heal, heal. That sounds fantastic. All right. Make me an Arate roll. Uh, this is going to be using your mother's spell book. I'm going to say it's difficulty yep. of four. Uh, also, this is during the day, right? This is, I mean, it's never really day in the slums of London, but uh, yes, this is at about f about four or five okay. p.m. I think at this okay. point. Okay, that's fine, fine. Oh, that then, yeah, none of my um, witching out moon stuff is applying yet, so I just want to know if I have that because that is also my cyclic magic. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna spend a willpower to gaining success on that okay. as well because I feel free. And you have life three, so this is gonna be direct two points of healing per success. Per success, yep. And this will be uncanny. Awesome. There goes number eight. Um, does with Arate, 
Speaking to the mic. Tens. Um, double. They, Sorry. Yeah, they, tens. Tens will explode. We're we're going big with magic. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. Um. Okay. 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 That's gonna be five successes. Okay, so that's gonna be ten points of healing. Uh, he is. Yep. Um, as you press the compress to, as you press your your handkerchief to his head, Evelyn, uh, mm-hmm. you are going to feel beneath your fingertips. The um, actually, you know what? That would that would probably be elegant. You're literally just like touching him as a woman gives tender ministrations to him, and this is Victorian mm-hmm. London. So I'm. What do you guys think? Should it be should it be elegant, or should she, she get a point of paradox because of how quickly it just completely knits and all the blood's gone? I feel like it's elegant because Evelyn's holding, okay, like probably a handkerchief to it. Like this is something they could, they would probably take as just like, oh, it's totally storybook. She just, the pretty girl healed him, right? That's fair. They don't the know that it's actually Darcy love. doing it. Okay, uh, so which as... I was gonna note that if he comes to looking at Evelyn, she does have enchanting eyes. Okay. Also, uh, Darcy is very charming for her charisma. Oh, fair. <laughs> you guys are all going after Gerard Butler. It's not like today. It's like ten years ago, Gerard Butler, like forties, not, not his most recent role. Although he's still cool. Um, I'm picturing him in that in the Bounty Hunter movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about it's about yeah. about on par with that. Yeah. Now, see, I just figure it might uh, make him slightly more disposed towards Evelyn. Uh, yeah. oh, as Instead of like to really being be, like saying, "I am so sorry, I am so <gasps> sorry," <laughs> as as she's healing him. His eyes will flash open, and he will sit up suddenly. <sighs> Are you okay? I am so sorry. I, I Did I, you did you kick me? I was aiming for the big brute over there. I slipped my ankle in mud and I I am so sorry. Oh, that was I, a hell of a kick. Are are you feeling better now? He'll just start laughing, a horse kind of, uh, kind of slowly building neighing laughter that builds into like a deep like. <laughs> Ow! Oh, it doesn't hurt. Uh, all right, so that's going to be y'all. Uh, it is Dinesh's turn. Uh, Dinesh is going to see this and is going to just, uh, he's going to try to crank this dude in the face. Uh, okay, so Dinesh is. Dinesh shouldn't have a sword at all. He should just do this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes to crank this guy in the... I'm going to say it's a, th- a punch to the throat. Uh, so that is going to be nine dice of damage. Uh, I really wish he had a strength specialty. I rolled so many tens on damage, guys. Like, I rolled more than three, three tens on damage. One, two, three, four... Yep. Okay. <laughs> Just one moment because NPCs fighting NPCs is okay. Uh, so the big man is going to try to duck out of the way, but he's too distracted by looking at you teleporting a knife into your hand, Josephine. As he does, uh, Dinesh is just going to lean for or kind of surge forward and pump his elbow into the man's Adam's apple. There's going to be a sickening crunch as 
that part of his throat crushes in and he is going to grab for it, kind of stumbling toward you. Uh, I'm going to say that he loses his action from that. Josephine, you, it is your turn. What would you like to do? The, the knife is very heavy and has a thick spine along the back that could be used to not cut his head off if you wanted to give him a whack. Hmm. He is stumbling. Uh, it is a perfect shot if you wanted to take it. Yeah, I'm going to take it. Cool. Uh, this is going to be a um, a dex or strength, your call, and melee roll at a difficulty of five. No defense required. Awesome. Actually, you know what? He's stunned enough. I'm going to call it a difficulty four. Cool. This is like, this is as easy as putting on a pair of pants. Cool. I'm still going to spend a willpower because I really don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah, might as well. I am glad I did. That is two successes. Okay, so do me a favor. Uh, so the back of a kukri is going to deal, uh, give me strength plus four in bashing damage. So whatever your strength is, I don't know. Probably two or three. Yeah, it's two. Um, difficulty six. Right? Difficulty six. These are all successes. Uh, how many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Oh, good and tens don't explode unless I have the specialty, right? On the undamaged two. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just clarifying. But you know what? He has a stamina specialty in uh, in taking punishment. It didn't help. You. He got two successes. Yeah on that even with the 10, because I rolled some ones, uh, you are going to just chop down, connecting at the base of his skull with this, and he is going to collapse to the ground in a heap. Just The rest of the crowd is going to just shriek and panic and say and shout things like, the Indian's trying to cut his head off! To the crowd, but in, I'm oh, sorry, the Indian's trying to cut his head off! Yeah. Get the constabulary! You know, crap like that, you know how it is. Yeah. Um, because, of course, that's what they're going to say, even though you're the one with the knife. Yep. Right? Mm, that's Sounds as far, legit. That's as far <laughs> as I'm getting into the casual racism of the term, or of the era. Uh, yeah. And with that... At we, least we have the bonus of we have a lord on our side. It's true. Hopefully doesn't hate me after I punched him or kicked him to unconsciousness. Okay, we are out of combat at this point. Uh... The crowd disperses, a couple people hang on and watch from the distance, but it's just you all in a field. Well, I I'm so sorry again. I I I I I I can't even begin to say how sorry I am. You can hand me my hat. She will like sheepishly hold hand the hat, like face down like just like oh so embarrassed so who so we've got the one that i was that so there, i so there are was, three people unconscious on the ground one is the boy the other is the man who claims to be his father uh and the other is the big man the big thug that came with them mm -hmm. so jesse's gonna take a like pull at the the shirt of the one that she just let like released it onto the ground and she's gonna take a closer look at that mark um, it is just a, to confirm her look, her, uh, her suspicions. It is a brand the size around of a of a gold coin. The same size it was on 
on the killer's hand. Yeah. Um, Mr. Dinesh, um, Lord Macduff, you may want to take a look at this. And then she's gonna, she's gonna point at it and she's gonna go over to the other, to the, the other bruiser and take a look at that mark too. Pulling it down is the same mark. He's got it too. What do you see? She's gonna very distinctly like point out the, the burn mark. This he looks fresh. He and Dinesh will exchange a look. Ouroboros. Hmm. Same as the crime scenes. And same so, as these what were plants. I and same as what I saw on the killer's hand in the boy's mind. That was on his hand? Yeah. When he tried to reach through to me. As he did, you saw in your mind's eye that it glowed. Hot. It, it glowed. Uh, do any of you have magic sight up? I do. Uh, yeah. Is there anything strange about these markings? I'll take a look. Um, I'll take a look as well. If you wouldn't mind, Dinesh says, uh, before you do, he'll hold his hand out for his for his blade. Oh, but it's so much fun. <laughs> yes, it is a lot of fun. I will, I will hand it back. It, if we become good friends, I will remember one come Christmas Eve. Thank you. Okay. So, if you are investigating this, I would like you to make me a... You can do a perception and awareness or a perception and a cult roll, depending on what you are trying to gather out of this. It is the same roll for me. Uh, would resonance apply? Uh, if you are going with the awareness, yes. Yes, yes, I'm going for the awareness. That's yes. my specialty. Uh, and Evelyn, what are you doing while they are investigating these? Um, I think Chastity kind had of observing. Okay. Yeah, Chastity right after she stepped back to let them look was actually turning to Evelyn to say, to just in general ask, is anyone able to check if the boy and this man are actually related? I I imagine that would be potentially Darcy's. Hmm. Okay. Never mind then. Anyone could do it, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I, I'm sure I could. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I could. Actually, if you, uh, if you wanted to, Evelyn, you could use entropy to do it. Really? You could use entropy or correspondence. Is there a connection between these two people with correspondence? I do not have correspondence. No, but you could say these two, you could say aloud, these two people are father and son using ring of truth. Uh, normally it only works if someone is um, uh, aware of whether or not something is a lie, but you could use it retroactively on whether or not when he said that he was the father, like just kind of remember it. 
and see if it triggers anything because you it's still in your mind's eye, I'd allow. But uh, you could also do, a, you could try to team up with Chastity to do a, a dual effect if you wanted. Sorry, what is Ring of Truth? Uh, it is Entropy 1 to see whether or not something aligns with fate. It's light. Oh, you, you, it's okay. a level one lie detector that basically you hear a sound, you know when someone's lying to you. Oh, okay. It is sure. a phenomenal little level one ability. It's great. Yeah, sure. I'll try that. Actually, one moment. Um, I would like to turn it on and then I'll tell Chastity. Uh, tell me they're related from there. These two are father and son. Now, I will say, normally this only works if the person knows the answer. Mm. Okay. But uh, in this in this situation, this one time, I'll allow it. Okay. So you can make me an arete roll. But uh, yes, correspondence is great because you can connect two people. You can also be like, hmm, which way is London? North. Uh, what's the difficulty? Difficulty on this is going to be, let's say, four. Okay, three successes. No. Not even what? remotely. Not even okay. remotely true. No, that's not true. They look nothing alike as well. As you roll, as you, uh, the man's eyes are wide open and as he's, he's passed out of the ground, he has bright, actually surprisingly handsome green eyes, one of which is filling with blood from burst blood vessels that chastity uh, yeah, introduced. Yeah, I'll kind of shift his head, kind of half crouch between them, shift the head, pull on the boy's eyelids back and be like, no, no, that's not true. Um, he also has like a blonde roots. Uh, the boy is uh, very dark haired uh, and actually has like black eyes. Like very, very dark eyes. Uh, now, maybe the mother could could be, you know, incredibly dark eyed, maybe maybe from outside of England or something like that as well. Uh, but just they they have nothing that looks alike. You would never, ever picture these two unless unless he's adopted. Mm hmm. Um, so as you're looking at that, meanwhile, you are investigating the mark on the other side of the field. Uh, what did you get on your rolls? What was the difficulty? Yeah. Uh, difficulty is eight. Uh, two successes. Two successes? Uh, two okay. successes as well. Okay. Okay, so as... And how are you investigating? Like, what... What about it are you trying to feel out? So you said you were looking for resonances, feeling the the, the vibe. Um, mm -hmm. Darcy, what are you, how are you doing this, Josephine? I'm looking for basically the same thing, and um, because Ch uh, Chastity specifically asked if we had Prime Side up. Mm, so. Okay. Uh, so. And just want I'm just looking up the exact resonance here. Yeah, I guess it's just gonna have it's gonna have to be that. Okay. Sorry, I, I knew what it was, but I was like, eh, do I do I have a better synonym? Um You are going to immediately have your as you as you reach out and kind of feel your perceptions in it, looking at the mark. Your your mind, your 
your palate, your magical palate, the flavor of the resonance is going to flood over you. However you look at magic, whether or not you see it, hear it, taste it, or feel it, it is going to flood that sense with this. It starts off as the taste of loam and then turns into rancid, rotting beef in your mouth. And then decays. The the flavor on your tongue is rotted beef that wriggles with maggots. What you see in your eyes, however, is as you look down at the mark, it is going to suddenly shiver as you investigate it. And the raised, puckered skin is going to start to move around like something beneath a sheet, drawing a finger in a circle. The flesh puckering upward. And then it is going to split like a blinking eyeball. And dozens of black flies are going to pour out of the wound. Buzzing by your faces as they take to the sky. Um, this is actually happening, by the way. This is not just in your prime site. Mm-hmm. Um, you are going to be able to, for mechanical sake, uh, entropic. Um, so you're going to be able to get two successes. There are two resonances. Uh, entropic defiled and entropic decayed are the two resonances that you're going to... And Actually, that, it will be, Darcy's be going to, like... Static decayed. My, or, see more? Hold on, I'm just figuring something out. See, static... Da, 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 okay. More defiled? Static defiled. The, de, the defilement is pervasive. The decay is actively entropic. Fair. Um, yeah, as the flies come out, just... You know, Josephine's going to start swatting at them and trying to get out of the way. Uh, the, ah! mark, the mark will vanish, leaving only a, an ugly burn scar and a Ugh. weeping pustule. Yeah, I think of that Darcy's going to um, get sick at that because I think that's just that's <sighs> something she's never seen before. Was that one, like each of them, the two ones that were... Both of them got examined? Uh, were you examining the same one or different ones? I probably would have examined the bruiser who I was close to. But. And Darcy, you were right. You were nearest to the other one. So this is going to be both of them. You would have pulled those both off of both of them. Uh, and both of them are going to erupt into flies, leaving behind yellow, foul-smelling pus weeping out of the wound. Yeah. Evelyn... Do you have any of those smelling salts? God. Yeah, um, I could I could go for some of those right now. Yes. Be careful. Thank you. Yeah. Just trying to clear the like really brief run past my my nose to try and clear all of that. This is dark magic. Very dark. <sighs> that that didn't kill them, did it? No. They'll live. Whoever did this He's likely got more of his hands out there in the shadows You should watch yourselves 
He's taken an interest in you. Alright. Why? Never the foggiest. But next steps. He'll crack his neck audibly. First things first. Doctor. Yes. If you wouldn't mind. The kerchief. He'll hold his hand out to you. She'll pass it over. I prefer not to leave samples of my blood around. Oh, of course. I'll replace it. And he'll pocket it. I suppose it's a coin toss then. Is the baby dead? Or not? Do I still have the entropy thing up? Uh, no, it's it's a, it would okay. have been that for that one use. That would have been funny. Is the baby I dead? I honestly or not? feel I I believe it is. I believe it is for a sacrifice. Uh, a virgin babe is always very useful, powerful magic. Depends on if they want to continue, though. I don't think there's going to be anything to save, even if it's not dead. If if it isn't dead, it's not going to be human anymore. I'd got help it. Then I guess the question is now. You saw the clues. You know where it's going to be. Where this bastard is going to be. Mm -hmm. If the child isn't alive, be it worth avenging. Do you want to play his game? I, I don't know if we have a choice. There's always we a can. choice. We can. We should try and turn it on him. Why stick to his rules? Yeah, like, yes, we should... We should play his game, but... We who says we can't play one of our own? <laughs> He'll turn, Chastity, I don't think you actually really weighed in on the game portion. He'll turn and look at you. I think that regardless of what I want, we have to go and face him. If we don't, he'll just come after us. At least if we know what we're involved in, to some extent, maybe we can survive it. I have a carriage waiting out front. It's quick. Perhaps it'll be a bit tight. Let's go. Aye. Let's go. And with that, you head down the claustrophobic cobblestone alley to the carriage to go play a game with the devil in the darkness. Which is where we'll pick up next week. Uh, so, hey, folks, that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, thank you so much for watching. <laughs> Last chance for anybody in the chat to buy more experience if you want it. We've uh, already we already maxed it already. Oh, was it already plus three? Yeah, yep. maxed it in the intro. Yep. <laughs> yep. Before we even started, it was maxed. Yep. 
Okay, so folks, that is going to be it for episode uh, four. Uh, I think this little micro arc is going to finish in episode five or six, and then the characters will progress beyond then. Um, oh God, James is in such trouble. By the way, I have to ask you, out of character, uh, how did you enjoy uh, that intro fiction and what that implied? <laughs> it was good. What do you think it implied? I'm curious. I don't know if we should say on camera, but... Uh, I'm not sure. I was just like, oh, he, he's in trouble. Uh, yeah, and you should probably keep an eye on that box. Because mm -hmm. I think she specifically mentioned the box. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she yeah. did. Well, because that's what I stole. Yeah. It, uh, it means we have more antagonists coming after us at some point. You guys have so many antagonists coming after yep. Also, I I, I, may, I realized I made a, a big uh, big mistake by leaving my cat with with my because my cat can absorb paradox. <laughs> it's it's, it's not really with true me right now. It's really it's not true. Not with me right now. I'm waiting for this bomb to go off. And oh, I'm, it's gonna I be see. so good because you're I'm getting scared. to that You're getting to the quiet and paradox spirit levels. Which good. paradox good. spirits are the best? Um, <laughs> I have no so, idea what that means. <laughs> uh, it's when paradox manifests as a as a creature. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> so there the the legendary one is um, the legendary one is this being called Wrinkle. Uh, he's probably the Wrinkle's most, great. Wrinkle's he's, great. He's the most powerful. Um, he he appears as an old man, like Rip Van Winkle, old, uh, usually bald with a long, spindly nose, um, wearing a a white suit, white shirt, white tie, all of which look like they have been crumpled into a ball hundreds of times. That many wrinkles. Um, and his flesh is long and saggy and wrinkly. And when you do a time effect that is particularly vulgar, particularly powerful, you're like, I reverse time to prevent this act of vandalism or terrorism from happening. He will come to you and say, I'm sorry, that was not supposed to happen. <laughs> I think it would be best if you change your mind and let it occur as it was meant to. And you have a choice. You can either say, okay, I take it back. Please uh, undo my time effect for me. Or no, you can argue and say, no, it's going to stay like this. If it's if you choose to stay like that, he imprisons you beyond time for an indeterminate amount of time. <laughs> As in, you spend 10 years in a box unable to, you don't have to eat, breathe, die. You're just floating outside of time for like, you know, a decade, a thousand years without aging. I love Wrinkle. Uh, and usually yeah. he keeps you until you change your mind. He no, this is a, a, my, my character's entire life in one game. <laughs> he did. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Paradox is fantastic. Paradox is absolutely lovely. Uh, my, my favorite is the well does, though, which is uh, when you use enough mind effects, usually um, you will be suddenly reminded of something that you should not have forgotten as it feels like someone punches you or slaps you in the back of the head and you hear a resounding well duh in the <laughs> background as you are reminded of how stupid you are that's funny so you take the it's damage amazing. of getting smacked upside the head and then get like well duh it's so good so i'm getting so into funny. the levels where a a spirit oh my oh potentially my God. yeah uh, usually that's uh, around level 10 plus but i mean victoria never might do it differently actually to be mm. honest it's a little higher than that you're, you're gonna get baby spirits or maybe some hobgoblins hobgoblins are basically paradox spirits that will hover around you and just make your life hell like gremlins yeah oh lovely <laughs> um you can kill them 
Like they are. Paradox is fun. They're findable and killable. Uh, So, uh, folks, that's going to be it for us tonight. Uh, Players, please take five experience points thanks to the chat. A total of five? Total of five. And uh, is anybody looking to spend any of those experience points? I need to double check the ex- the cost chart again. So many, uh, so many. Robin, cards. can you yeah. forward that over? Because she just sent me a copy of it earlier tonight. I think yeah. potentially uh, if Amy is over at all earlier tomorrow, maybe a little discussion. Look at them all. Think about it. I like having help figuring mm-hmm. out what I want to do. That's fair. Yeah. Um, it's hard to try and decide this at this time of night. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, hey, you all rock in the chat. Um, oh, you got here very late. I Augusta have Nora. 19 XP now. You have, holy crap, that's a lot of XP. You can start buying some spheres. Um, folks, thank you so much for tuning in and for watching uh, this episode of Mage. Um, it is uh, a little bit shorter this time, but next episode is going to be a bit longer probably. So it's going to all balance out because next episode is uh, hopefully a climactic confrontation inside of the Crystal Palace. Um, well, and I think this worked out really well because we had our little fight and i think if we kept going it would have just felt it, like it, it was dragging on like limping on it something. was the right place to end it right yeah. like you sometimes yeah. a shorter game is better yeah um and i would have ended it a little earlier but starting the fight was the, it felt right rather than like the guy falls would have been the other place to pause the episode um, it was good i like that it was like really good and robin i hope you don't feel like i was being rough on you there um that felt like the right thing to happen as this kid's running across the roof he's like 13 no i was thinking i was like there's there's gonna be uh i was like there's two ways Kelly's gonna do this uh i'm hoping i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna hope that he doesn't fall but uh, i know this might be a possibility actually because i want to keep the xp system fair and even uh what i'm gonna do is instead give you an extra point of willpower back to to, to reward you for both of the times you screwed up (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to give you one point of willpower for kicking McDuff, uh, as well as the same point of willpower for uh, the guy falling off the roof, just as a good job that was that added to the drama. Bad choices yeah. make good stories. <laughs> so gain a, a point of willpower back for that. And uh, did anybody fulfill their nature? Uh, Amy? Um, so my nature was guardian. Guardian. Um, uh, yeah, I'll give you a point for that for sure. Okay. Um, do we get anything for our demeanors? No. Demeanor no. is basically just, it's a, it's a role-playing guideline. Uh, Jen. Uh, mine's Survivor, so I don't think so. You survived a mob fight. I'll allow it. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, anybody else? What do you got? So, uh, sorry, is this for willpower back? Yes. Okay. Um, so, I, I will say that, um, I mean, we can do however you want to, but in M20, it does specify that you get willpower back uh, for demeanor as well. Oh, does it now? Yeah. Oh, Ooh, interesting. I have conditions like, for that. Possibly, I like, possibly. I, I might be wrong, but yeah, I have it written me. down. Because they I didn't. Written down here, I don't remember but... them. They don't believe it used to do that. So this is great. Uh, okay, well, I'm full, so it's not a big deal. Um, I would like um, to do my, my nature is rogue. You would like to do what? Uh, activist when you successfully confront abuse, right wrongs, or reveal actual conspiracy. Yeah, sure. Um, you were you were involved in this. Yeah, confronting the uh, abusive guy and the the kid. Regaining willpower. At the end of a successful story, not game session, you regain all. Uh, When you fulfill an element of your nature, gain a point or two of willpower. 
point or two really <laughs> a point or if it's a big one if it's a hard one oh, interesting. Um, so actually i'm gonna reward chastity two of them for the specific guardian nature of that and doing permanent mind effects to shield a kid and to scare off the fake parent and to basically counter an abuse narrative so hmm. i think that's a huge guardian thing so i'm gonna upgrade that okay. um as well as a night's yeah. sleep it doesn't look like demeanor in inside of here unless you can find okay. it yeah Mine it might potentially have worked in this system. i'm just trying to work out when it would work as rogue is specifically supposed to be more kind of you subvert the system you rail against the system and in this case the system is that child abuse is normalized oh yeah i'll i'll, I'll give you I, well you can't take any more but like, i don't need any right now but i'm i think that kind of fits for the victorian system of that if it was his father he has the right to beat his child as long as he doesn't kill him yeah that, even that, then that, that, that can get waved thing. off pretty damn easy well yeah because it's just a kid well it's not even a kid because kids don't really exist in this era mm -hmm. right it was oh yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a boy but you know what is a boy versus a man it's just a short man <laughs> um yeah i i must have had that part written down wrong about the demeanor but it also in in this part of the book it says one to three willpower for your date for doing your nature so i just don't think what? the rules are very consistent <laughs> that's, that's that's crazy that's m20 page 268 well, i guess hmm. if you do a really huge gesture yeah because you can yeah. also get it back for uh other things like uh rescuing strangers uh which means that you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna award everyone one more point of willpower back for the rush of success Okay. However, uh, if I'm going to be that generous now, it means that the next time you encounter scenes of torture and things like that, you may lose willpower just from seeing it. Okay. Because it okay. shakes you. So I think that a lot of you have like some decent amount of willpower right now. If that gives me one more, that puts me back to full. Good. You're going to need it. Puts me back to full. I am well. not at full, but I haven't been using mine, so I'm at full already. Sounds good. Does that uh, also affect me as well? Then the it, being it shaken later. Uh, be, yes, well, well, if if basically okay. if you come across something, I'll give you a willpower roll to see if it really shakes you. But okay. uh, so if you fail, it'll it'll do willpower willpower damage. Not so I didn't get anything for it, and I still get the downside. Well, <laughs> you'll get you'll get the advantage in the future. Uh, so, folks, thank you so much for for watching and for joining us on this adventure tonight. Uh, if you like what we do here, you can let us know by giving us a follow here and uh, also subscribing over on uh, on YouTube or wherever you're listening to this when it's on podcast. Uh, give us a high review if you can. Leave us some comments. I, I do respond to those. Um, YouTube doesn't always let me know I have comments for some reason. I used to get emails every time. Now I don't. Uh, so I, I try to check it once every couple weeks when I have time. Um I do want to say as well that it's September and I really appreciate all of you who dropped subs today. Um, I know that I think uh, Frog dropped a few. Uh, so did and Soloman dropped a couple the other night. And so did, uh, did was JB did, right? I was yeah. I was mm -hmm. running game. So it was yeah. JBMM31. Thank you so much for, for those subs that you dropped. And for everybody else, if I missed you, I've, I've been looking back and forth constantly. So I can't always see. Um, if you want to support the channel directly and uh, give less money to... Um, to Twitch, 
uh, which Twitch is great, but uh, you can also uh, support the channel directly on Patreon, where um, more of the money goes to uh, to, to the channel. Um, at patreon.com slash dorktales, where you get a bunch of other benefits, including this shout-out I'm about to do, where I want to thank Taryn, the prince of the Patreon, for doing all that she can to support, including watching Dorktales while in labor with her son, as well as my two divine producers, um, DM Mike who is just a wonderful human being and uh, back to tier where he was able to create a god for our D&D setting uh, and that god is pretty cool it's basically Tilda Swinton with godlike powers and no fucks given um, and also Shulton who created uh, a demon that became a god uh, well a godlike entity and has created a new god because he, he raised his tier uh, and I think he's been pretty satisfied with his investment in that demon since that has completely changed one of our campaigns um so that's a lot of fun uh but you can support as little as a dollar um it doesn't it doesn't matter um the size of your your support it's it's very welcome uh but uh you'll gain access to additional content but you'll never have to pay to get the, the just the basic dork tales content like i love having you here even if 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 you can afford to throw a couple bucks in um it's it's really appreciated but it is not um required and I never would feel like it is. Uh, also, join our Discord because it is completely open. We want you to join it and have fun with us. Uh, anything else that we should talk about on the way out? Um, thank you for a fantastic game. Oh, thank yeah, you so much. It was great. It has been a long yeah. and stressful week, so I'm glad this was fun. Mm. Was. I was I was worried I wouldn't have the energy to really come into this, but as soon as the cravat goes on, I, I'm <laughs> energized. I'm all powered up. Yeah. Although I, I'm sorry, my Scottish accent was a little a little not quite right. My normal Scottish accent is like more David Tennant, and I'm trying to do more Gerard Butler, and it's, I'm just trying to be, don't be like, oh hello, it's me, it's Miss, it's Lord Macduff. Oh, how are you doing? And you know, trying to go a bit deeper. It's me, Lord Macduff, without turning into Sean Connery. Like it's like, oh, it's, it's difficult. Um, but well, then you have, and then you have Darcy with it, with the Irish accent, which is somewhat similar but slightly different. And do you know how hard it is to keep a Scottish accent going while you're doing that? Oh yeah, no, it's hard for and me then to have to Nash with a very slight that. Indian inflection that is just just acceptable, like Indian British. Oh god, it's it's difficult. It's difficult. I, I'm not. Yeah, accents are so hard, and as somebody who studied linguistics, I cannot and will not do one because I cannot do it right. Um, yeah. 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 My, I would one day like to try an accent. Today is not that day. It's Today not this is character. Not that day. This character is a little bit. Um, I try to give her her own distinct voice. I think it's been working a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, she's she is. Uh, she has a little bit of a lower inflection, kind of. I like her. I, I like all, I like all your characters. I think this I game is a characters. lot of fun, and I look forward to. Uh, everybody is getting their own little spot in the in, in the sunlight here. Um, this is. I'm not going to say a damn thing beyond that. But let's <laughs> just say that some of you are really going to love the Berlin arc. You didn't huh. think we were stopping in London, did you? The Victorian <laughs> age is a whole world of trouble. Yep. And Jen can't wait to get the Wild West. Okay. So someone in chat was talking earlier about, um, I don't remember who it was, mentioning like, are we adopting this child, this 13-year-old somehow? And talking about like, how it'd be like, werewolf. is Teddy going to be the, the, the father figure? And I'm just like, oh, no, please, no. Please, no, because I know this please kid's no. name. Because it would literally be Teddy and Eddie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh I mean God. that that's a better child storyline story than werewolf. <laughs> this is better better than that because that baby's getting oh that 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 boy is getting. Uh, hmm. uh, he's an experiment. Uh, so 
Yep. Folks, that is going to be it for us tonight with Mage the Ascension. We really appreciate everything that you do and joining us on these adventures. And uh, we hope you do it again. And let us know what type of content you like. If you want more World of Darkness stuff or Chronicles of Darkness stuff, let me know because I do love it. It's just um, not as quite as many people watch it. So, uh, But, you know, prove me wrong because who doesn't love Mage? We'll see you next time. Good night, Mages. Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, Book One, The Devil and the Doves, is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Dr. Evelyn Taylor, Amy Godfrey as Chastity Prudence Goodwin, Jen Peters as Josephine Carrington Bonnie Tharsis, and Robin Holford as Darcy Harkness. Its storyteller is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a roleplayer can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your roleplaying experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do. Starting with our divine producers, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are uh, my parents, which is always fun and not at all awkward to say. To our demonic producer, Vicarious, who brings evil and fun in equal measures. To our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric and the Ink Goblin, you're both wizards now. The high council of the Patreon, who donate $25 or more a month and are just the swellest people on earth, Taryn, Dustin, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Aladeth, LaRue, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. To our level 20 hero, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on Dorktales. To our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, George Sibley, Colin San, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Chandra Magic, Professor Multiverse, Void Weaver, Iron Warrior X, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, and Custom Blink. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkle, an actual guinea pig, Eternal Student Dale Cope, Wine Master Robin Holford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the Mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trizelta, aka James Bodage, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Random Equinox, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Stormshanks, Red Monk, Jacob, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, David Ellis, The Bong Master, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Loskrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Brandon Keen, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jom Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Namek, Yosef, Stephen Mowick, Gamehen, Panda Sior, James G, Saberslot, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont Moret, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, Phoenix Queen, Chris, Trey, Dark Sun, the Queer Mountain Witch, QQ Vincent, Phaelin the Wild Elf, and Hooser Jedi. And of course, to our dork squad, Jen Peters, Daniel, 
Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hey Liz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Denise Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, and Robert Leach. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dork Tales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com slash dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. Thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you wanted to spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.